Super Talk Mississippi media production. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. What a weekend. And we are here to break it down with you on this Monday on Sports Talk Mississippi. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, thank you for being with us. We want to hear from you on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Bull, there's a lot of it in wireless, but ceasefire thinks you deserve a plan that's actually what it says. Here's the real deal. The best plan for one or two lines $45 each with auto pay and paperless billing. NobleCspire.com. Welcome to uh, a Monday edition. It's a reaction Monday. It's tons and tons and tons of baseball with you on this Monday afternoon. Highly anticipated series in Starkville. And in terms of close games and results and whatnot, it delivered. And the crowds delivered. It looks spectacular at Duty Noble. really over the course of all three games over the weekend. Brian Haydad was there. We'll get the full report. Southern Miss split with uh, Louisiana Tech. Three of the four games in Ruston were one-run games this weekend. The game that was not a one-run game was a two-run game this weekend in Ruston. And so those two teams have now uh, played eight games with Louisiana Tech winning five and Southern Miss winning three. We'll get to uh, more of that in just a few minutes with Scott Ferry, the head baseball coach at uh, at Southern Miss. But let's start with the uh, series in Oxford, or excuse me, in Starkville this weekend. Mississippi State winning five to two on Friday night. Ole Miss coming back with a nine nothing win in Game Two. Doug McKenzie was outstanding, and then Mississippi State coming from behind in the sixth inning putting five runs on the board and getting a 7-5 to win. There's so much to break down from all three of these games, so let's start with uh, big picture, high-level thoughts. Hey, Dad, you were there for all three. Give me something. Well, as the representative of Little Brother Nation, it was a pretty good weekend uh, in Starkville for the Bulldogs. They got the wins that they needed. The series did not go anything like I thought it would. Uh, if you remember on Friday, I said I thought State would win Saturday, Sunday. I'm sorry, I thought State would win Friday, Saturday. And I talked a lot last week about how much I liked Bednar over Nikhazy. And then Nikhazy goes and he pitches a game that he could go probably go back to high, you could probably go back to high school and not find Doug Nikhazy pitching a better game than that. Just absolute dominance. But state, state's two wins followed the Mississippi State formula, which is timely hitting and good pitching out of the bullpen. 
and that's what State got uh, for the most part on on Sunday, and definitely got on uh, on Friday night uh, in Starkville with Preston Johnson and Landon Sims. Finally, got to see Sims twice in one weekend. His reward is the SEC Newcomer of the Week: two save opportunities, two saves, uh, and the most important thing for me, and it's sort of like you said, man, it was so great to be there with ten thousand, then thirteen thousand, then ten thousand again on Saturday, the second biggest weekend uh, in MSU baseball history in terms of attendance. Uh, the town was buzzing going out Friday night. Man, bars were packed. It felt, I felt like I was in Starkville again for the first time since all this happened uh, a year ago. What about it, Borky? Uh, overarching thought from the weekend is, uh, well, two things. Uh, there's there's positive spin and then there's negative spin. In a, in a vacuum... That was just two teams that I think even after this weekend you can look at and say they are good. Uh, Those are two teams that are very much capable of winning regionals and super regionals. I mean, that was a heavyweight fight. Two good baseball teams. Outside of the vacuum, Mississippi State lately flat out just owns Ole Miss in baseball. Just owns them. 16 of 19, five consecutive series. I mean, it was a close weekend. Obviously, it took sixth-inning heroics for Mississippi State to win the third game of a series. It was very, very close, but it ends in a Mississippi State win yet again. Lately, Mississippi State is old Miss's dad right now in baseball, and this weekend was just another example of that. <laughs> it's the truth. Clip it. Send it to me. Game one. Mississippi State takes a one to nothing lead in the bottom of the first inning, and the place went nuts. Ole Miss answers with a run in the top of the third inning on what a fielding error, and that made it one one. Ole Miss takes a two to one lead with a TJ McCants home run down into the right field corner over the wall. Mississippi State promptly answers with a massive shot by Cameron James to tie the game at two. And then Mississippi State would add a run in the bottom of the sixth inning. Sacrifice fly off after the leadoff. Uh, I'm sorry, it was not the leadoff. Was it the triple? Yeah, it was the leadoff triple, wasn't it? Yes. On on Friday night, yes. So leadoff triple, sacrifice fly, Mississippi State back in front, three to two. And then the Bulldogs would add a couple of runs in the eighth inning off of Derek Diamond, Gunnar Hoagland for Ole Miss, seven innings, four hits, three earned runs, nine strikeouts, no walks. Derek Diamond in relief, one inning, three hits, two earned runs, did not walk a batter, did not strike a batter. Christian McLeod, he threw 85 pitches in five innings. He had two walks and five strikeouts, scattered four hits, gave up two earned runs, and was good enough. He wasn't, like, overwhelming, but he was good enough and kept it a very close game. Preston Johnson, two innings of relief, one hit, four strikeouts, and a walk, and then Landon Sims. Two innings, picking up his fourth save of the year, gave up one hit, struck out three. Um, Chris Lamonis is not able to visit with us today, but we will have Scott Foxhall to uh, to talk with us, the pitching coach from Mississippi State. And I have a question for him that I hope he will really learn us a little something on. Um, I got a question about Landon Sims and velocity and spin rate and how I feel like what he's doing 
is a little bit different than what we normally think about with high spin rate pitchers. So that'll be coming up in the uh, in the four o'clock hour. So that was game one. Game two, Doug Nikhazy was the story, and and Ole Miss's offense was the story as well because the Rebels hit and hit and hit and hit. A run in the first, a run in the second, a run in the third, three in the fourth, two in the fifth, one in the seventh. Nine to nothing. Nine runs on seventeen hits. Mississippi State no runs. On one hit, it was a kind of a bouncer up the middle um, in the fifth inning to break up the no-hitter off the bat of Braylon Skinner, and that was it. Twelve strikeouts, two walks, three base runners for Mississippi State, and Doug Nikhazy sat 89-91 with a fastball and had a really good curveball. That was big boy stuff in that moment, too. When you think about how important that game was for that team, I mean, they had already lost two series in a row. Friday night was just a a nut house, and then he steps in Saturday in front of 13,000-plus, probably more than that, and shoves a complete game one hitter right in their face. I mean, that was just big boy pitching right there and just electricity, especially considering how much pressure was on him that day. I love what my podcast partner Joel Coleman says. The state could have put home plate on second base, and it still would have been nine to nothing because nobody was doing anything against Nikhazy. Easily the best pitching performance I've seen from a visiting pitcher since that. And we've been talking about it a lot that 2016 uh, Super Regional with Bobby Dahlback and the way he dominated Mississippi State that day. Nikhazy, what he could have pitched 11 innings, and I don't think he would have put put anybody on base. Um. Was there anything about Mississippi State's offensive approach that day, or was it just just all the credit in the world goes to Doug Nikhazy? I think it's Nikhazy. I, I, he had State completely fooled, completely off balance, just pounded the strike zone, commanded everything, was just on top of his game. Uh, and it, it was pretty evident early in that one that it was not going to be Mississippi State's day. I didn't know that Bedner was going to have probably his worst performance of the year, but take nothing away from Ole Miss. They attacked him. Uh, they had they had their that their game plan was good on offense, but Nikhazy, I mean, he just couldn't be touched. Yeah. And then game three yesterday, Mississippi State jumped out to a one nothing lead on a Lane Forsythe single in the second inning. Ole Miss answered in the third inning with a bases loaded walk from Hayden Dunhurst to tie the game at one. Hayden Leatherwood hit his second of three home runs on the weekend in the fourth to put Ole Miss ahead 2-1. to one. Rowdy Jordan followed it up in the fifth with a, uh, a solo home run to make it 2-2. Two to two. Late uh, In the sixth inning, Leatherwood had a two-run homer to put Ole Miss ahead 4-2. to two. And then you get to the bottom of the sixth inning, and this is where, frankly, what everybody's talking about since the game ended yesterday uh, that has had analysis on top of analysis on top of analysis. Drew McDaniel gets the first out of the sixth inning, and he then gets pulled from the game. Ole Miss goes to Josh Mallets, and he gives up three straight base hits. Mississippi State made it 4-3 to three on Braylon Skinner's RBI single. They tied it at four with Scotty DeBrule, uh, DeBrule's RBI single. And then Tanner Allen cleared the bases to make it seven to four with a three-run triple, and that's all that Mississippi State would need. Ole Miss got one more run in the eighth inning. Ben Van Cleve reached on a fielding error. Cale Baker scored. That made it seven to five, and that was the final. 
we'll obviously get a whole lot more into what happened in the sixth inning for Ole Miss and for Mississippi State. Right now we'll take a timeout. Sports Talk Mississippi, Scott Barry from Southern Miss joins us next. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and at 209 Woodgate Drive. Cross Gates and Brandon just call 601-605-4443. So far, so good this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns, no major problems for the drive home. Relatively easy drive thus far. Run across problems, reach out to your local law enforcement. Buckle up, drive safe, have a great afternoon. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call 601-353-5217. No Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family-owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No Drip Roofing and Construction. 601-371-1051. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at NewCareMD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. Are you looking for a great new career? Ace Bold and Screw is looking to hire quality folks. Ace Bold offers great benefits and has been around for 50 years. If you are looking for a great career, call Human Resources at 601-355-3448. That's 601-355-3448. Here at Woods Equipment, we are proudly a family-owned and operated lawn care business where we have served our community for the past 12 years. We strive to offer the best sales, service, and parts in Pearl. As your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer, we can handle all your outdoor power equipment needs with our in-stock inventory to help unlock your best lawn yet. Featuring the most innovative Cub Cadet zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, walk-behind mowers, and more. Stop by Woods Equipment, the lawnmower store on Highway 80 in Pearl. Come on down. Let's make a deal. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Are you turning 65? Humana can provide answers to your Medicare questions, including what are my Medicare plan options? Which Medicare plan is right for me? And how do I choose a Medicare plan? Listening, learning, and providing whole health support that meets you where you are. That's what we call human care. To learn more, call 601-605-5130 to speak to your local Humana sales agent. all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. <laughs> On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports 
Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad on this Monday afternoon. Baseball, our Mondays are for baseball. Recapping the weekend, we talked about how big a series it was in Ruston this past weekend. They had to wait a day to get it started, and so that presented its own set of challenges. Scott Barry joins us right now on the Farm Bureau phone line. So, Coach, let's start with that. Instead of going one on Friday, two on Saturday, one on Sunday, you got to go doubleheader, doubleheader on Saturday and Sunday. How big of a challenge was that just in and of itself? Well, it, you know, first of all, it was the right decision, Richard, to uh, to postpone the, the game on Friday. The rain just wasn't going to let up and, until later that evening. And, you know, we would have gotten off the field probably after midnight had we been able to play. We were going to have to play a doubleheader the next day anyway as the format is, is slated for this year. So just for better weather, we decided to just go ahead and bang it and push it to uh, Saturday where they were two nines, and then on Sunday, yes, they were two sevens. So always a challenge with any doubleheader in one day, but back-to-back days certainly presented something that neither one of us had, had been a part of. But, you know, uh, tip tip your hat to those players and both coaching staffs because it was a, it was a really great baseball, college baseball series, uh, four games over those two days. I mean, four games, you have a one-run game, a two-run game, a one-run game, and a one-run game. And I, I just can't imagine the, the level of intensity that went into each of those games. Let's take them one by one and start with uh, game one that you won four to three. Um, you did it with just two pitchers. Hunter Stanley doesn't get quite as deep as he has been getting in games two. He gives you five and a third, and then Ryan Ock goes the rest of the way and looks like he was really, really good. He really was, and he's been really good for us out of the pen. Uh, you know, he's a left-hander that is in the mid-90s and, and really uh, has a deceptive fastball, and when he's throwing his breaking ball to back it up, it just makes the fastball even even better. But Ryan came in in relief of, of Stanley. Like you said, didn't cover as many innings as he has previously in his starts, but Ock covered three and two-thirds of only three hits and uh, no runs, and uh, just really pitched really well. We had a late inning uh, home run there in the eighth by Reed Trimble that uh, put us put us ahead, and, and we were able to to hold on against a really good offensive Louisiana Tech team. And a pretty good day at the plate for Christopher Sargent in that game as well, right? Uh, drove in a couple of runs. He did, yeah. Sarge was two for three with two RBIs, so uh, you know, real proud of him. Hit a sixth home run in that game as well. Walker Powell in Game 2, and I know you felt great about that because of the body of work. He's been so good every time he stepped on the mound for you. I guess was 5-1 and one going into that game. Uh, again, maybe doesn't get as deep as you would have liked. What, what stood out for you in Game 2? You know, with with Walker, he didn't have his best outing, uh, but you know he he really competed. And, and once again, let me really stress the offensive lineup that La Tech can run out there right now of, of really old, mature guys who have a lot of experience and a lot of at bats under their belt. So uh, they're not easy to try to navigate through when you're trying to pitch to them. But but Walker was, you know, he was a little flat uh, in all honesty, and he'd be the first one to tell you that. So, but he, you know, he held them in check enough to uh, to uh, give us a chance to to to, uh, to turn it over to a true freshman Hurston Walter who covered three and two thirds innings and and boy I mean pitched lights out Richard he only gave up one hit had two strikeouts no walks and and left them right there for us a chance to, to score late but 
we couldn't get anything going after after the fifth inning, um, you know, to, to come back and, and take take a win from them. All right, so you win four to three and lose five to three. So now we got to get ready for low scoring games on Sunday as well. Seven inning affairs, except that wasn't the case at all. Five runs right out of the gate, which has got to make you feel good. But then you get four up in the bottom of the first inning and game one of the doubleheader yesterday, a track meet. Twelve runs on thirteen hits, which was one more than you had to have, and you got that second win of the series. Yeah, and it made me eligible to. To, to go ahead and apply for Social Security early too on that game. <laughs> I tell you what, it was, you know, just what you said. We hit them with a five spot, and they turned right around and hit us with a four spot in the bottom half. You talk about a heavyweight bout. That was that was every bit of one. Um, you know, both both teams stayed in the middle of the ring. Nobody got on the ropes. Stayed on the ropes. All the way to the last out, uh, you know, uh, their, their guy, Garcia, he flies out to, to Montenegro with his back against the wall, which could have walked it off for him in that game as well. But we were able to uh, survive using five pitchers in that game and, and really trying to navigate through that tough lineup. So, But, you know, our guys, uh, they stayed right there in the middle of the ring with them and, and exchanged punches. When they scored, we scored. And, of course, they would score and we'd score. So that's what you got to do, and that's a sign of two good programs right there not giving in. So you decided to go get Ben Etheridge early. He goes an inning and a third. They leave their guy in for three and a third, despite giving up five early. What went into the decision for you? You, you, you just didn't see what you needed to for Ben to, to feel like he could kind of keep you in it and, and needed to go to the bullpen? Yeah, I just his stuff just wasn't what it needed to be. It matched up with, with Law Tech, uh, and you could tell by the swings that they were getting and the takes that they were getting in their at-bat. So we feel like we have a good bullpen, and we had a lot of bullets in there that hadn't been used. I mean, we'd only used four pitchers in, uh, you know, in, in the, in the games, two games before on the day before. So we had enough in, the, in the pen that we could go to, and that's what we relied on to get us through the rest of that game. But, you know, like I said, La Tech didn't go away easy and, and fought all the way to the end on that one. And then the, the second game of the doubleheader, and I know there's a little heartbreak in this one. Uh, you're leading five to one going into the sixth inning. You put a, I'm sorry, you're trailing five to one. You put a four spot on the board. Uh, you've got the lead going into the bottom of the seventh, and they're they're able to scratch out a couple. I know you've got a ton of respect. You you mentioned it just a second ago for that offensive lineup uh, for for Louisiana Tech, and we see why they're so good. But I know that's a tough one to swallow as well when you give up the lead in the bottom of the last inning. Oh man, you're one out away from winning that series and taking three games. Uh, you know, from a, a team that's got a nine RPI and just everything that you want, and building your resume and also the confidence for your for your team and how they've played. And and like you said, I mean, we were down five to one and and we come back and hit that four spot. And uh, you know, I just credit our guys for for not giving in on it all the way to the very last out. But once again. Garcia, you know, he uh, he gets a pitch, and he didn't miss it, and uh, walks us off. And like many things in life, you know, your heart's broken. But uh, I've been there before on the other side of it. You know, I've seen our teams break hearts before as well. So it's it's part of baseball. Uh, it's part of life. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll learn and grow from it. All right, so no midweek games this week, which I, I don't know, maybe after the weekend you had is a, is a good thing. And then you host Western Kentucky this coming weekend, and, and obviously they're all big for the rest of the way, you know, trying to pile up as many wins and, and get ready for the postseason as you can. Scott, I guess ultimately, what do you, what do you think your team 
took away from this weekend? Well, I think that if you look at where we were four weeks ago against La Tech, I think that we have proved to ourselves that we've grown up a lot, in all honesty. We've matured as a team. We've kind of weathered and calloused ourselves in the season as we've, as we've moved through it. So, uh, you know, as disappointed as our team was, and nobody was more disappointed than those players of Southern Miss yesterday. But I know, and I wanted them to know that they did not give in and they fought hard. And if we could do that and continue to do that as a team each time we have an opportunity to play we're going to win our share of games and and so i hope that's what they were able to take away from that series in Ruston. it's kind of crazy when you look at the remaining schedule 16 league games and one midweek game remaining against southeastern louisiana in, in early may unless you, you schedule another one somewhere uh along the way it feels like these seasons get late quick don't they it sure does. I'll tell you, it's flying by, and maybe, maybe because COVID last year, we were absent with it and and not having as much fun because there wasn't sports and baseball. But now we're back in the in the, in the middle of it, and it's going quick, like it seems like all the other previous years have gone. But you know, we do. We've got 17 games left on the schedule, and and it's all about just stacking up wins now. We've got four conference series left. We have Western Kentucky coming in to Hattiesburg this weekend. They're 18 and 18. They're 8 and 8 in the conference. Uh, you know, they're going to be another true test for us and one that we have to take, you know, game by game. And, and that's what we got to commit to is winning the first game before we ever think about the second game. Scott, always appreciate your time on Monday. Enjoy uh, a couple of days off. I know you'll be practicing and all the best this coming weekend. Thank you, Richard. That's Scott Perry, head baseball coach at Southern Miss, joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. So Southern Miss, 23-12 and overall, 10-5 and inside of Conference USA. You know, a little bit of a hole in terms of digging out from trailing Louisiana Tech. I think it's pretty clear. And that's not to take away from Charlotte, who's having a good year, or some other teams. I think it's pretty clear these are the two best teams in the league. And now Southern Miss has got to just see, to use Scott's words just from a second ago, how many wins they can pile up down the stretch. Uh, Could they possibly play themselves into one of those host scenarios? I don't know. Got Louisiana Tech at number 9 in the RPI, Southern Miss at 16 in the RPI. So we uh, we will see. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We will be right back with you. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 71. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 50. Your Tuesday, mostly sunny, high near 73. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 44. Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 68. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 73. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. 
That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Coleman Taylor Transmission. Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmission about what to do if you're having issues with your transmission. We do free diagnosis, first of all, so we just need to get the vehicle to our shop. If you have a way to do that, bring it in. If you do not, have free towing on major repairs. Tell you basically the things you want to know is how, how much is it going to be and how long is it going to take. Usually try to get them checked the same day. Coleman Taylor Transmission is about you, the customer. I don't sleep at night if I feel like I've mistreated somebody or, or overcharged somebody or done something like that. 601 355 this is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call two men in a truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomeninatruck.com. Calling the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 just tough is like calling me, D-Nice, just a DJ. Call it fresh with an available interior work surface for putting in work or getting in lunch. Call it connected with standard Sync 4 technology plus a huge available 12-inch touchscreen. Call it capable with available Pro Power onboard outlets for tools or turntables. Call me D-Nice. Actually, tough this smart can only be called F-150. Introducing the all-new 2021 Ford F-150. Built Ford Proud. Built Ford Tough. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Department of Health is reporting the lowest number of new COVID-19 cases since March of 2020 and zero additional deaths. The latest report of 37 new cases, which does follow the trend of lower case counts on Mondays, brings the state's total up to just over 309,200. To date, 7,153 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. Over the weekend, state health office Sir Dr. Thomas Dobbs did warn of rising indicators while urging all Mississippians to get vaccinated. And as billions of dollars flow into Mississippi from the American Rescue Act, State Auditor Shad White will be watching closely. The lesson I think we're going to learn from this latest round of stimulus spending during COVID-19 is that even if we spend money intended to go to Main Street, we have to make sure that we do a better job of preventing it from being stolen. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on the catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. 
AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit AARP.org slash MS vaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's AARP.org slash MS vaccine paid for by AARP. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. Astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm Monday afternoon. Good visit with Scott Ferry, the head coach at uh, Southern Miss after their series split this weekend with Louisiana Tech in Ruston, two games apiece. Both teams got one of the nine inning games. Both teams got one of the seven inning games. How do you feel after that? You know what I mean? Uh, So there's no winner, there's no loser, right? Because you won two and you lost two. It was a very important series for both teams, and you basically tied. I mean, how are you supposed to feel? I would say that going back to what we always say about what you should do at home versus on the road, getting a split was fine with Louisiana Tech because they got the series in Hattiesburg. So that's how I would look at it. Okay, yeah, see... Louisiana Tech is probably happier with that outcome than Southern Miss was. They would have liked to have returned serve and gotten the series in Ruston. Yeah, it's funny. I was actually thinking about using a tennis analogy as well. I I would think that Louisiana Tech kind of feels like they held serve. Yeah. Having having won three of the four games in Hattiesburg to get two more wins against a top-20 team in the RPI – knowing how good a baseball team they are, I'm going to say Louisiana Tech feels okay about that. And on the flip side, I, I, I think the biggest frustration for Southern Miss is is not that they lost two games. It's they lost on a walk-off in the bottom of the seventh inning when they only needed one more out to get out of it. Man, Louisiana Tech's good. They're really good. And... We've said before, I mean, you know, in, in a nine-inning game, you, you're allowed all 27 outs. If you need them, you get all 27 outs. And it doesn't matter when you score the runs, you're allowed 27 outs and there's no clock. In the case of a seven-inning game, you're allowed all 21 outs and there's no clock. And so it's an impressive an impressive walk-off win for uh, for Louisiana Tech because, my goodness, how different, to your point, Borky, Southern Miss would feel today 
if they had gone three and one this weekend and even the series for the year at four four. Fair enough. It, all, all that makes sense. It's um, yeah. it, playing those four games. It is kind of weird. That, like you can't be mad because you didn't you didn't lose, but it's like you have to. I didn't win either. Look at it as, you have to look at it as because in, in the FCC play you don't get this. You don't play a team twice. You have to look at it as an eight game series. And so it went what uh, five three five five three to, to the Louisiana Tech. They won the series. All right. Are we ready to unpack the sixth inning from yesterday? I mean, that's the story, right? It's it's a point of contention. And there's two sides to look at it. First of all, and this has been years now, right? I mean, we've talked about this regarding Mississippi State for years. There has been some, I don't know how to describe it other than like a persona, where that program, through multiple new coaches and roster turnover, naturally, because you can't keep the same roster over years, but as long as that team has a strike left, they believe and they act and they play like they're going to win. It's, it's insane, just the swagger and the confidence of, if we have a swing left, we're winning. That's how they play. And so that is part of Saturday it as well. notwithstanding. But, I mean, of course, in baseball, you are going to lose games at times. But in, in those key moments, it's a Sunday and the rubber match. You're down two runs against a really good team that's really kind of cruising on Sunday but they just made one little mistake, and boom, you take over. I mean, that's just what Mississippi State has been. That's what they are. It's it's a mentality that's been passed down for a few years now. And on the other side, hindsight, of course, is twenty twenty. But I, I don't I don't know how you can do the hindsight thing when you take out McDaniel when your best bullpen arm has not thrown this weekend yet, and you go to a guy that got shelled by Arkansas his last time out, I mean, really hadn't been great in relief in SEC play at all, instead of going to your best bullpen arm that has yet to throw and has shown you this season that he can throw extended innings, pitched four innings in Arlington, he can do it, going from McDaniel to not Broadway is a decision... Uh, that if you're an Ole Miss fan, you hope doesn't haunt your team for the rest of the year. But, I mean, that's that's a big decision, and it obviously came back to bite them. I think if we could go back to Friday and I could tell you all, look, you're going to get one inning out of Derek Diamond. That's the only relief inning you're going to have prior to Sunday. And then McDaniel is going to take you into the sixth. You guys, as you know, Ole Miss people would have been like, that is the game plan executed to perfection. That set us up to win this series easily, if it's what you're telling me is true. And instead, because and and I, honestly, you know, I don't know the Ole Miss bullpen as well as you guys do, but I know when Mallets came out there, my we were all looking around, all the MSU writers going, "Who is this guy?" We had to look up his stats. We're like, "Why is it not Broadway or 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 or, or Miller or whoever? Why is this guy coming in?" And we it was just sort of a feeling of this feels like a mistake, and sure enough, it was. It was. Drew McDaniel goes five and a third and gave you every chance in the world to win. Three I'm hits, not sure why they pulled him there. Two earned runs, two walks, and four strikeouts. He threw 91 pitches. And I, I don't know. I mean, you, know, you, you heard Scott Berry say a second ago, we just knew they were getting good swings off against him. 
But he had a two-run lead. Yeah. He, he, he had a two-run lead. And he wasn't in trouble, and the bases were empty, and there was one out in the sixth inning. A pretty lazy fly ball, too. I mean, it's not like Kevin Graham had to put his back against the wall and rob a home run to get that one out. Right. I mean, Rowdy Jordan's home run was a good piece of hitting, but State had not hit the ball well. Drew McDaniel had had them off balance. I don't understand why you don't just say, look, you know, if somebody gets on, we're going to come get you. But yeah, Three. You tell them, look, if somebody gets on, we're going to come get you. But until then, hey, this is your ball game. So, I, we'll ask Mike Bianco. We'll talk to him. We'll, we'll just ask him, you know, rationale when when you decide to pull Drew McDaniel. What did you see that made you think it was time for him to come out of the game? And what was the decision making process? And who you went to? And when you went to him out of the bullpen? Yeah, and pulling McDaniel's not not so bad. There, I mean, he had been. It, what was it? His ninety-first pitch was that that lazy fly ball to get out yeah. number one. Mm-hmm. I mean, he hadn't really gone past that all season. It, it's if you have to take him out, the gripe is not going to your best bullpen arm who has not thrown yet this weekend. If you got to take him out, you've got your best guy that should be ready who can throw extended innings, and you didn't go to him. That's. I, I, See, my, my only thought, Borky, there, and and this is, I mean, I'm I'm kind of spitballing because I I don't know the answer. Is you're just trying to steal an out or two because you've gotten to the point of the game where you have a lead, the bases are empty, and maybe you think you can steal an out or two, and instead of asking Taylor Broadway to get you a, a three and two thirds inning save, you want to ask him to get you a, a three inning save. Or maybe you want to see if Mallets can get you two outs, and then you want to try and get two outs with Myers, and then you want to try and get... I I, I don't know. Well, see, Myers would have made more sense. It's not even the change. It's the who you changed to. I mean, the the last came out, this poor guy, I mean, got shelled by Arkansas. Just has not really been good in relief and conference play. And in that moment, going there... Was it three ground ball hits off of Mallets? There were three singles. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean they they were good, well hit balls, but yes, they weren't line drives into the outfield. Yeah. So Mississippi State gets it going. Three straight hits off of Mallets. Then you go to Austin Miller. He records one out. Mm-hmm. He gives up the three run triple to Tanner Allen, who by the way was a beast this weekend. Yeah, really good. And then you go to Taylor Broadway in the sixth inning. And to me, I mean, I understand you got to the point where you felt like you had no choice but to go to Taylor Broadway. But that kind of punches a hole in the theory of you can't go to him in the sixth when you go to him ultimately in the sixth. Yeah. And he gets two and a third, and he gives four hits up, and he doesn't allow a run. You know, and on the opposite side of that, it worked well, and, for and one, State. One, one last thought, real, real quick. One last thought on to me why it was so important to go to Taylor Broadway there. Let's just be real. If you're trailing going to the ninth inning, you're not beating Landon Sims. No. Yeah. That's it. 
And State hands and it, it off to Landon Sims at the end, and you're not beating and the Landon Sims. Happened for State, and that they didn't go to Sims in the seventh. They went to Stinnett, right. and then they went to Brandon Smith. But those guys got out of those jams, and then they were able to get it to Sims in the ninth, which is probably what Ole Miss wanted to do, but they couldn't. State could. That's the difference. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Richland and Brandon, locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area, call 601-605-4443. So far, outside of your normal after-school traffic, we're not seeing anything else out of the ordinary, nothing else major causing any delays. Please buckle up, drive safe, and have a great afternoon. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946, call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. Richland Mitsubishi is your truck and Jeep headquarters. Yep, you heard that right. Your truck and Jeep HQ. Whether you're looking for a two-wheel drive, 4x4, or a diesel, come check out our amazing truck selection. Every brand, every size, lifted and customized. We've got them. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hard Tops, Soft Tops, lifted and kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. We're sure to have exactly what you're looking for. Because we are your truck and Jeep HQ. That credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100 percent credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. What are you waiting for? Get to your truck and Jeep HQ at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See you for details with proof This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, this is Ford Truck Month. Get the best deals of the year on the only trucks that are built Ford Tough. Drive home the all-new, completely redesigned 2021 Ford F-150. 
the legendary performer Ford Super Duty, or the adventure-ready Ford Ranger. Work or play, count on Ford Trucks to get the job done, and hurry because Ford Truck Month is an event you don't want to miss. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Communication system is a go. Go! This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. Thank you for the 17 text messages on the ceasefire text line and multiple messages on Twitter to let me know that it was Broadway, not Austin Miller, that gave up the three-run triple to Tanner Allen. Hey, you know Stand they're corrected. listening and listening closely. I appreciate it very much. To him at least. Yeah, none of the runs were charged to him. He gave up the triple. I'm with you. Um, yes, 100% correct. In fairness, at that point of the game, I was attempting to watch two baseball games at once. Um, Were the Yankees losing again? No, I mean, that's like death taxes and days that end with why. <laughs> They're never winning another game ever. No, this was uh, this was weekend tournament two for the Oxford Bulls, ah. and we saw some progress this weekend. The, uh, the 8U Oxford Bulls scored runs. In two of their games, made some better plays in the field. This thing is very much a work in progress. And so I was um, standing in the like edge of the dugout with my phone on, watching baseball uh, on the phone with one eye and trying to keep up with what was going on on, on a 195-foot uh, fence field out of the, uh, the other eye. So my bad. Yes, you're right on the Taylor Broadway thing. Um... Here's here's a question. So I, uh, hold, hold that thought just a second. I want to go back to something you were talking about. Mississippi State baseball's program, you know, all the success against Ole Miss in the last five years, all of that is undeniable. But I think there's a reasonable question as to why. Has Mississippi State had better players? Eh, maybe, but not like demonstrably better. I'd I mean, argue there that are the individuals is about equal. Yeah, pretty close. But, but I guess the point I was making was, if you want to say Mississippi State's had better players, I go, eh, maybe, but not a lot better. Um, have they had bigger crowds at home games? Nah, eh, maybe, but not a lot bigger. There is something about the way Mississippi State and its baseball teams and its program. And, Borky, this is kind of what you were alluding to. I'm just using different words, I think, to say mostly the same thing. Approach the games with Ole Miss. There is a level of confidence stepping into 
the batter's box, onto the field, whatever, that Mississippi State believes it is going to win. And people are giving me the all state has more players from the state of Mississippi. Stop! It's not what your mailing address is. I mean, does it matter more, a little bit more, if you grew up going to this game? Yeah, yeah I guess so. But that doesn't explain. But I promise their... you, there's no re- there, there's no more I care about winning this game than a kid who is from Florida. There's something there from a confidence standpoint, though, where Mississippi State guys just believe they're going to get it done, and and they have. Tennessee State wants it. I don't think it's that they want it more. I think it's that they play looser in really big moments. And I think that comes from confidence. And frankly, it comes from success. Yeah. I mean, the the Mississippi player thing doesn't explain their ability to have teams that you don't think are very good relative to expectations, and yet those teams make postseason runs. They were one strike away from getting swept 0-2 in a regional and then made Omaha. They, they weren't playing playing against Ole Miss in those games. It's it's not just this series that they do stuff like this. It's often. It's these postseason runs that they've made where they've been down to their final out or down to the last inning and have just found a way. So it's, to your point, it's not the, the mailing address thing. It's a program mentality swagger type thing. And, and look, I understand if you send us, okay, this is, well, it's, it's, it's this or it's this, but, but the whole, it's, it's more Mississippi kids or, oh, they play with more heart. No, that's, that's not it. it it's I not. Agree. I agree with this text. And you said number 15 wasn't going to be there this weekend. But Jake Mangum's mentality, this is from the 901, it's kind of still there because those guys that played with him are still there. Tanner Allen and Rowdy Jordan and Josh Hatcher, who got sat down on Saturday and had to come back on Sunday and made a, a, a had a big hit, had a big defensive play. Those guys, they know how to win. We, we talk about a lot knowing how to win when you when it's winning time. Mississippi State has those guys that know that. Tanner Allen, he he is the he's the leader now. He's the guy who you know sort of sat under the learning tree with Mangum for three years, and now he's ready to, you know to, to be that guy. And he did it. If if what Tanner Allen did is what Jake Mangum would have done if he were on the roster when the when the game was on the line, he would have delivered. And that's what Tanner Allen does now. Yeah. And I think the question that Ole Miss fans are left with is. If you had stuck Taylor Broadway in with one out and the bases empty, would he have been the one that rose to the occasion and delivered? Would he have been able to prevent that their guys are delivering? Like those odds better. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, 4 o'clock hour, coming up next. Fox 
News. I'm Rich Dennison. President Biden discussing his infrastructure program today with six Democrats and four Republican lawmakers at the White House. President Biden says he is prepared to compromise on a more than $2 trillion proposal put forward by his administration. A Republican alternative is expected to total less than $1 trillion. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. Closing arguments continue in the murder trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. He's charged for last May's death of George Floyd during an arrest. NASA making history today as the Ingenuity drone carried aboard the Mars Perseverance rover makes a brief but successful test flight. The first flight of a powered aircraft on another planet. NASA plans more flights of the Ingenuity drone now that it's confirmed the aircraft can travel in the thin Martian atmosphere. America is listening to Fox News. Employers, are you looking for new employees? Spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Camp Kamasa. Sounds like a wonderful place, doesn't it? It surely will be. When complete, Camp Kamasa will be Mississippi's only year-round, fully handicap-accessible camp facility for children and adults with special needs. The MTK Foundation invites you to join our online auction, Boots and Bling, benefiting Camp Kamasa April 24th from 6 to 8 p.m. Visit mtkfound.com or the MTK Foundation page on Facebook to register for this wonderful event benefiting a wonderful place. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. One of the criminal justice reform measures passed by the legislature has been signed into law. Governor Tate Reeves has signed the Dignity for Incarcerated Women Act, which, among other changes, limits the use of restraints on inmates giving birth and places incarcerated mothers within a specified distance to their children. According to Empower Mississippi, this allows mothers to see their children more frequently which can promote good behavior and better post-release outcomes. And with restrictions rescinded, Don Starnes, the state director of the NFIB, shared encouraging news for small business owners with Supertalk Mississippi. They are getting back to normal, 75% of reporting sales getting back to pre-COVID levels. Starnes did say that many businesses are now struggling to find willing workers. To hear more, head over to our website at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi. Mississippi News. Grammy Museum Mississippi will host the original Women in the Round songwriter group this Monday, April 19th at 6 p.m. The four Grammy award-winning songwriters, Kathy Matea, Ashley Cleveland, Karen Staley, and Trisha Walker, have performed together for over 30 years in association with the legendary Bluebird Cafe in Nashville. Tickets for this in-person fundraising show and dinner are $100 and are available at grammymuseumms.org. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the iSolve platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. 
A study conducted by U.S. Direct reveals each state's most searched conspiracy theory. So what has Mississippians putting on their tinfoil hats? While not quite as off the wall as lizard people or a new world order, the study revealed Mississippi's conspiracy theory to be the different factors in the release of new coke back in 1985. Surviving less than three months on the shelves, some believe it was a marketing ploy all along and that it was used to cover up the final removal of coca to satisfy the DEA. For a complete look at the study, visit us online at supertalk.fm. And if you're going to be in the capital city today or tomorrow, you may catch a glimpse of Bruce Willis. He's starring in the upcoming film, A Day to Die, that's being filmed in Jackson, but do be aware as the scenes being shot will feature movie-type firearms and special effects explosions. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk, Mississippi News. As a farmer, I, I grow U.S. from a farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Good to be with you on this Monday afternoon. Monday after Super Bulldog weekend. Monday after Mississippi State takes two of three from Ole Miss in baseball. Standings right now have Arkansas leading the SEC West at 11 and 4, Mississippi State in second at 10 and 5. And Ole Miss in third at nine and six. Is Arkansas going to run away with the West? Well, I mean, Feels they lost. Like to tech, did they lose a game this weekend? They lost one. They lost. Yeah, it is, game three. You know, they're going to lose games, and the question becomes: You know, can Mississippi State pick up a, a win here or there? Now, it's tough with State having Vanderbilt, but when you look at State's final twelve games, they 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 can win a lot of those. A&M, South Carolina, uh, Missouri, Alabama. And yeah. then, you know, with Van- Vanderbilt sort of the same way, especially if Vanderbilt gets two out of three this weekend, which is, if you said make a prediction today, that's what I would tell you. I mean, they're, they're going to have an opportunity. They're only a game back. So so run away, no. But do, are they the favorites to win it right now? Yes. 
Because they've played State, they've played Ole Miss, and they don't have to play Vanderbilt. That's a good point. That is a good point. I don't have Arkansas schedule in front of me. I want to see what they've got left and, and how it shakes out over the final five weeks of the season. We'll uh, we'll look at that I, I coming up. I right here. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, you want to be part of the conversation? You can on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395, 601-879-4395. Be honest, you know your business deserves better, so get better with a ceasefire business internet and phone bundle backed by real support. See how ceasefire can power your success today at ceasefire.com slash business. Tim sent me a message, and I think this is probably something good to look at. He says a key play in Game 3 was the attempted steal of third. Maybe it was a hit and run on the 0-2 count to Scotty DePruel with two outs. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Miller just gotten a strikeout. Don't think the runner on first took off. Dunhurst has a free lane to throw if needed. You never want to make the third out at third base. Zero reason for Justin Bench to cover before the ball got to the plate. He stays put. The ball bounces right to him for an easy 5-3 to three put out, and Ole Miss is up 4-3, to three, headed to the top of the seventh. Now, MSU could have won the game in the seventh or the eighth and walked it off, but, of course, they didn't have to do that. There's no question that because the base runner went into motion, Justin Bench took a step or two toward third base, got himself out of position, ground ball goes right by him. Perfectly executed, and I would have bet my house on DeBrule not getting a hit there. He had been cold, I mean, for the past few weeks. So that was that was some clutch hitting from Scotty DeBrule. Yeah. Just looking at real quick, here's the schedule for Arkansas. And it's interesting, actually. They're at South Carolina this weekend, then they're at LSU, they have Georgia at home, then they're at Tennessee, and they finish the year with Florida. So there's some games to through that drop one more in time. There. One more time. So at, at South Carolina, at okay. LSU. All right. Georgia at home, at Tennessee, Florida at home. Hmm. There's some games they can drop in there. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Ceasefire text line. So it seems a lot of fans are in the Fire Bianco crowd now. I think they are crazy. What do you guys think? It's just not time to have that conversation. I think I they're see. crazy. I'm sorry. I, I know. And look, I've got. I have friends and and people that have texted me. And oh, it's time to make a plan. I mean, no, it's not. It's not. But well, I mean, if that's your opinion, that's fine. I I couldn't disagree with it more. I, I just couldn't. I mean, you've got to see the season end first, of course. But it is fair. You're at the halfway point right. of SEC play at nine and six, and still ranked in the top fifteen in the country. Right, and it is a team that is very close, very close. It is fair to ask questions though, because is Florida way more talented than Ole Miss? No. Is Arkansas that much better than Ole Miss? No. And Mississippi State, we just said that they're a talent probably equal. I mean, you could he, you could make an argument that Ole Miss has more pure talent than Mississippi State. But over the last three weekends, nine games, Ole Miss has won only three of them. Mississippi State has won 16 of the last 19 against Ole Miss, and there's no talent gap between the two. So it is fair to ask, why is it, that you are close, you are talented, you've got everything, 
but that's all you are is close. Florida beats you in Gainesville. Arkansas beats you at home. Mississippi State beats you in Starkville. Why is it that they are able, when talent's not the issue, why can't why can they make the winning plays and why can you not? I think that is a fair question to ask, and they have to prove it, or else you're going to have that kind of talk at the end of the year. You've already got it now, but it's it's premature. I'm 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 weary of this. When a coach has been in a place as long as Mike Bianco has, I guess it is inevitable. And look, you you can disagree with what I'm going to say right now, and that's fine. And I'm not going to the, oh, well, if you win a different... No, here's what I'm going to say. Everything, everything that is good about Ole Miss baseball, that is enjoyable about Ole Miss baseball, is a direct result of the last 21 years under Mike Bianco. Direct result. And the idea of, I played in a fundraiser golf tournament this morning. Knew one of the guys that I was playing with. The others I did not. There were five of us. One guy did not go to the school in the state of Mississippi but works here. And the other three all went to Mississippi State. I th- Whatever. A couple of them did. And we talked some about the weekend. And I, I said to, to one of the guys, who's a really sharp guy, I said, I've already heard from the, oh, you got to do something about Bianco crowd. And he goes, man, hadn't people gone down that road before? I was like, yeah. He's like, man, I'm a big-time Mississippi State fan. I would love it if Ole Miss would get rid of Mike Bianco. Now, you can insert your joke about 16-3 and three here all you want over the last 19 games. Ole Miss is an abundantly stable baseball program that recruits at a really high level every third recruiting cycle based on the scholarships available, and they've done it for two decades plus under Mike Bianco. I, I don't understand the rationale. Should they have gotten Omaha more? Absolutely. Has Mike Bianco admitted that a hundred times? Yep. I feel like if that happens, to me, I've always felt like this, that it would be sort of similar. And Bianco's won a lot more than who I'm about to say, but when State let Rick Stansberry go. I thought at the time Stansberry needed to go because of some of the off-the-court stuff going on. But people looked at what he had done at Mississippi State and said they're expecting more from that basketball program than what he did, and that turned off a lot of coaches. People are going to say, Ole Miss is expecting more. They were nothing in baseball before Mike Bianco came Nothing. Yeah. I mean, if that sounds harsh, it was. It's the truth. And he built that program and made them relevant, and they, they fired him? Why would I go there? I don't know if I agree with that part of the equation, but I certainly agree with what you're saying on the on the first part of it. Oh, I Why mean, I, I'm saying the, the, mon- the money could get, could bring the right guy in, but they're going to think, gosh, you know, I could compete for the SEC championship and be a top ten program every year, and it might not be enough. That's that's tough. You could also spend twenty seasons making the College World Series one time, and that's enough. I, I mean, to, to say that people are crazy to use that word, 
for thinking that maybe there is a ceiling that has been reached? I don't think that's fair either. How many programs in the country invest you're, more you're into... To that, you're welcome to that opinion. I just disagree with it. That's How many programs in the country invest more in baseball than Ole Miss? Four, five, maybe. Three. Times, I mean, things have changed, and it, it is all credit to that guy. And I'm not saying, I'm not even agreeing with these people. But for, I mean, for wondering... This, this if text I, message says we are just not good at baseball. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Read about, the top. He's, he's an Alabama fan. He's an Alabama oh, fan. Oh, I'm sorry. He's saying I'm he sorry. would take Mike Bianco in a heartbeat. I'm sorry. I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> I sent that text. When you invest, there are four different people that have either texted me directly or have popped up on the ceasefire text line and say some version of Ole Miss isn't going to have to worry about that for long because LSU is about to come calling. We'll see. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. It's a pretty good point. Tennessee wandered in the. Uh, Wilderness for a while, post-Rod Delmonico. Coach Foxhall from Mississippi State joins us next on the Farm Bureau phone line. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Richland and Brandon. Locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Call 601-605-4443. So far outside of your normal after-school traffic, we're not seeing anything else out of the ordinary. Nothing else major causing any delays. Please buckle up, drive safe, and have a great afternoon. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Have you been dreaming of that perfect outdoor kitchen or entertainment space? What about that perfect sunroom? G3 Services can make that dream come true. Whether it's a man cave or she shed, G3 is the answer. Owner Derek Gentry and his crew will work hard to install your fence, deck, patio, or even build you a barn. G3 is a trusted outdoor living space contractor. You can find G3 Services on Facebook and Angie's List. Call them today or email Derek at dgentry01 at gmail.com. The doctors at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry are general and cosmetic dentists. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you'll find one of the most state-of-the-art facilities in Mississippi, along with a friendly staff and doctors who are both professional and compassionate. Meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Call 601-607-7876. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. 
Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online to save on boat, RV, and motorcycle batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Acoustic Wave Treatment Center offers an affordable, non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Call today to schedule your appointment, 601-944-5585, or go to AcousticWaveMS.com. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. I listen to that work. That work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, sir. Review on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. Time for us to go back to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. We always enjoy our conversations with Chris Lamonis, but I'm especially excited to talk with Scott Foxhall today. He is the uh, the pitching coach for Mississippi State. And, uh, Coach, I'm assuming that uh, the dinner tasted awfully good last night. Well, it was way better last night than it was Saturday night, that's for sure. And, uh, that's... Glad to be on with you guys. How are you doing this yeah, afternoon? Th- doing well. Really appreciate your time. And I'd love to just dive right in on Landon Sims, and then we can talk some bigger picture stuff. I, I was thinking, and, and feel free, by the way, to tell me I have no idea what I'm talking about. We talk so much about high spin rate, guys. And normally I feel like when you're talking about a high spin rate fastball pitcher, it's a guy that's throwing 90-91, and it makes it look like it's faster than it actually is because it stays on plane. I mean, all those buzzwords. But when I watch Landon Sims fastball, I feel like it really stays on plane, and then he kind of elevates it a little bit more as he gets deeper into the count. Where does he fall into the whole high spin rate thing? Does that even make sense? It does, and um, you're on it. He is uh, he is a high spin rate guy, um, as most as most guys are that get so many swings and misses with their fastball, and especially swings and misses with their fastball up in the strike zone, um, like Landon does. But he uh, he's a high spin rate guy. But the, the other couple of things that he has going for him is he's a low arm slot high spin rate guy, and that, those those guys, if you watch Major League Baseball, that's kind of what they're looking for right now. It, it's a uh, it's a lower slot, um, and so those, because it's coming from the lower slot, it has a chance to stay on plane longer and even even acts like it's got a little hop to it. And uh, hmm. and then the other thing with Landon's is it's got some cut to it. So it is like a cutter, riser, um, high spin rate. It is hard to handle. So um, there's there's a... There's a couple of big league guys like that. Um, our analytics guy's way better. Um, Tyler Younger's our analytics guy, and he's way better at um, telling me who he compares to in the major leagues. But I think there's a guy maybe named Corbin Burns in the major leagues um, that that uh, his fastball kind of acts like uh, Landon's, and, and he's kind of shown me his um, before. Maybe Blue Jays. Uh, I'm, I'm not exactly. I'm, I'm not good with that stuff. But you're, you're exactly right about Landon. 
he uh, he has a fastball that's hard to handle, and it's a lot to do with spin rate. But but is the velocity also a tick higher than normally you see with those as well? Um, yeah, I, I think most of the time the guys that are throwing harder have a higher spin rate. You just you don't hear about it quite as much because um, everybody thinks they're beating guys with velocity, and they are. But um, that's that's why when somebody's only throwing ninety ninety one and they're beating guys, they go to the high spin rate. But um, gotcha. typically there is a there is a um, real relationship between velocity and spin rate, and the higher velocity you have, the higher spin rate you have. Kyle Peterson told us on Thursday that he thinks if you put Landon Sims in a big league bullpen right now, he could get outs. Do you believe that? Um, I believe so. Sure. Uh, I mean, just on pure stuff, he could. He could, and uh, you know, we, we will we'll be happy to keep him for another year or so at Mississippi State. <laughs> but but uh, I'm sure his, you will. His stuff. His stuff is um is just as electric as some of the guys that you see pitching on on TV in the big leagues for sure. Coach, we were just talking about why this program has had so much success against Ole Miss over the past five years. And when we talk about that, the name of Jake Mangum always comes up. And the point that I made was he may be gone, but the mentality that he brought still lives in this team through guys like Tanner Allen and Rowdy Jordan who've played with him. What is the mentality that you guys, that your, your coaching staff preaches before these games? Is it really just the same as any other game, or is there that extra edge when you're playing Ole Miss? You know, um, I, we don't harp on um, on the rivalry at all. Um, you know, we, we don't shy away from it. And, and Coach Lamona certainly um, talked to the team about, hey, these games mean just a little bit more to our fan base. These games mean just a little bit more to our team because we have so many Mississippi kids on our team um, that, that grew up in this state. But um, as far as a motivational speech or preparing differently or – or any any kind of change in mentality, I I really don't see it in the in the days leading up to that. Um, certainly, Jake um, still communicates with our guys, and and uh, he was so passionate about the rivalry and and vocal about it, and uh, was so successful in it that you're right. I think I think that that lives on in in our current players. But um, from a coaching staff standpoint. Um, I don't see us doing too much differently to prepare for the for the games. Scott Foxhall is the pitching coach at Mississippi State, joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. I'm still amazed when I look at the stat sheet and, and see the number of guys that you've run out this year. And I know some of that is because the roster makeup is a little bit different with some maybe more guys on the roster than in years past. Have you ever, ever had a season, Scott, anything like this in terms of number of arms that you've pitched throughout the course of a season? I have not had anything close to this, and uh, and I think a lot of people are in our same boat across the country. It's just um, situation that we've we've been in um, because of of what happened last last year, and and uh, with the draft, and and with the play, all the players getting the year back, um, and it is uh, it's been good in a lot of ways. Uh, in a lot of ways, it's been very challenging um, just to try to. Um, do right by everybody that's on your roster. Um, and, and, uh, you know, everybody thinks that coaches lose sleep over, um, wins and losses. And we do, but, um, we also lose sleep over, 
are we doing right by our players or are we developing them the right way? Are we spending enough time with, with each guy? And, um, that's why I've lost a lot of sleep, um, this year is, is because you just want to, you want to feel like you're doing the right thing for each guy. And it's so hard when, uh, you know, right now I have a 24 to one ratio. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's 24 pitchers and, and, and one yeah. coach and, uh, not that the other members of the coaching staff don't help with the pitchers. They, they do, but, um, it falls on my shoulders and, and, uh, that you, you just lose some sleep over such talent that you have and you, you don't want it to, um, you don't want to not develop it. You don't, you want to do right by each guy. You want to be good stewards of the talent you've been given. And, and that's been a real challenge. Scott, taking the weekend on a whole from a starting pitching standpoint, what were your thoughts on, on McLeod and Bednar and, and Fristo kind of uh, maybe individually and, and as a whole? Well, um, you know, Friday night, I would say probably, uh, you know, I, I would have said, man, that was that was just an okay start for Christian. And, and I think probably our fans and, and the media would probably say that the same thing. You look back over the weekend, and he was pretty impressive what he did because uh, that lineup is hot, and uh, that Ole Miss lineup is very good, and uh, and it's very hot right now. So um, he had the best start of the weekend with those five innings that he threw on, on Friday. I thought that um, just evaluating Christian on his just pure stuff, I thought it was a tick down from <clears throat> where he had been. Um, he didn't have his best breaking ball. Usually when Christian – has really good outings. He has a really good curveball. And, uh, I thought, I didn't think he had his best breaking ball on Friday night. So a tip of the cap to him for surviving and getting us through five innings, um, with a chance to win the ball game without his best stuff. And that was a conversation I had with Christian afterwards is that, man, that's what the great starting pitchers do. Um, if you ask any big league veteran that's a starting pitcher, they'll, they'll tell you, you have your best stuff once out of every three or four starts, and um, you you win with your best stuff. Most most guys in the big leagues, if they have their best stuff, they're winning. Um, yeah. It's what you do with those other three or four starts when you don't have your best stuff. It, that's what separates the the guys that are um, you know that are Hall of Famers and that are at the top of their game, and then the guys that just stick around in the big leagues for you know a couple or three years. So I felt like Christian. That was Christian on Friday night. I felt like Will. Um, was the, uh, on Saturday was, um, the, the, uh, I felt like he was dealt some bad luck. And now whether he handled it the right way or not, I, that's what we, I talked to Will about. But, um, you know, I, I thought we could have played a little bit better defensively for Will early in that game. Um, we had, he had a really tough turf bounce from uh, Dunhurst in, in maybe yeah. the second or third inning that, you know, all of a sudden he's he's made a couple of good pitches, I think, and he had runners at first and third and nobody out. And uh, so, you know, he didn't – the ball didn't bounce his way quite as much and, as, as it could have, and we didn't play great defense behind him. Also, you know, tip of the cap to Ole Miss, again, um, they really game-planned well for him, and they, they – they knew he was a fastball pitcher, and they didn't miss very many of his fastballs. And uh, he, he could have probably located them a little bit better. Um, as, a, as a pitch caller, when I look back at, at Saturday, I feel like maybe I called too many fastballs, and it was I could have called a few more sliders because the slider was really good Saturday too. But um, that was kind of Will's outing. And then 
Jackson Presto is still learning. He's a he's a um, a work in progress. And um, you know, when you pitch on Sunday, your advantage is that you get to see the first two games and what happens in the first two games. And uh, from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 71. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 50. Your Tuesday, mostly sunny, high near 73. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 44. Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 68. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 73. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right Right now, there's there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Pool tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from during this time you're at home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades and pool sticks, too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. Mississippi Braves baseball is back and will welcome fans to Trustmark Park beginning Tuesday, May 4th at 6.35 p.m. Get ready for the return of Thirsty Thursday. Premium giveaway items every Friday night. Post-game fireworks on Saturdays and matinee baseball each Sunday. Season tickets, flex plans, group outings, suite nights, and partnership opportunities are available now by calling 601-932-8788 or by visiting Mississippi Braves. Braves.com. See the next generation of Atlanta Braves stars like Freddie Freeman, Ronald Acuna Jr., and more right here at Trustmark Park. Baseball returns on Tuesday, May 4th. Mississippi Braves baseball. Let's play. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. One of the criminal justice reform measures passed by the legislature has been signed into law. Governor Tate Reeves has signed the Dignity for Incarcerated Women Act, which, among other changes, limits the use of restraints on inmates giving birth and places incarcerated mothers within a specified distance to their children. According to Empower Mississippi, this allows mothers to see their children more frequently, which can promote good behavior and 
and better post-release outcomes. And with restrictions rescinded, Don Starnes, the state director of the NFIB, shared encouraging news for small business owners with Supertalk Mississippi. They are getting back to normal, 75% of reporting sales getting back to pre-COVID levels. Starnes did say that many businesses are now struggling to find willing workers. To hear more, head over to our website at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Now existing customers and new customers get our best phone deals. Existing C Spire customers. New C Spire customers. You might be saying, existing and new customers? That's everybody. And we agree. That's why we call them the Everybody Deals. So whether you're a new or existing C Spire customer, get an everybody plan and make our best deals on new phones all yours. No bull. C Spire. New and existing customers get our best 5G phone free. Go to cspire.com for details. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com slash business. A new voice is here on Super Talk Mississippi. Dan Bongino. He's a former Secret Service agent, police officer, best-selling author, and host of the fastest-growing conservative talk show in America, The Dan Bongino Show. Each weeknight, starting at 11, Dan Bongino tackles the hottest political issues, debunking the rhetoric, and giving you the hard-hitting truth. The Dan Bongino Show. Weeknights at 11. The Dan Bongino Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. Supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us. You can always be a part of the conversation on the Ceasefire text line. David Ripley sends us a message that says filibuster. Now just a detailed answer from Scott Foxhall. I know it went to commercial break. Borky, don't we have the last 45 seconds to a minute of what he had to say? Yeah, so here's the, the final bit of his answer right after the heartbreak cut him off here. Also, when you pitch on Sunday, the disadvantage is that you get to see what happens in the first two games. <laughs> and and I, I think that I think that Jackson was a little bit of a victim of man, they really smash Will's fastball, and I can't do this, and I can't do that, or they're going to smash me. And I think he was a little tentative on Sunday. And like I said, he'll learn from that. It's a he's a he's a work in progress and and a great competitor. Um, and, and he was pitching fairly well up until the point where he just kind of lost focus in that third inning. So, um, you know, I, I would probably give Christian a B for his, his start. I'd probably give Will a C and then Jackson could, Jackson's got a little bit of work to do. He, he, uh, he could do a little bit better on, in that Sunday start and he will. So that was the very end of what Scott Foxhall had to say about Mississippi State pitching from the, uh, the end. I, I did think some of what he said about, uh, Landon Sims was interesting. Uh, talked about, yes, he is a high spin rate guy, but he has a lower arm slot, which causes the ball to stay on plane a, a little bit more. 
and he said it's got some some cut movement to it as well, which is like, okay, come on, man, that's just not fair. Yeah, you throw high spin rate, it stays on plane. It's coming at ninety five. It's got some cut action, and it's coming from a lower s- arm slot. Go away, please. Or stay as long as you can, depending on uh, on who who's uh, talking there. And you know, Landon Sims is the guy not draft eligible, so he'll be back at Mississippi State uh, next season as well. Interesting to see what they'll do with him next year. Do you keep him in this closer role, or do you try to finally roll him out and and turning him into a starter? I, I don't know what I would do. That's the decision that Scott Foxhall will have to make. Um, there is an inevitable question. We get this, not sure if you've talked about not having Elko this past weekend. I wonder if the outcome would have been any different if Ole Miss had its best player. It's not why they lost. But it it's couldn't not. have hurt either, you know, to yeah, have right. that extra bat in there. Of course. It's not why they lost to Arkansas either. No, they still swung the bats well. There's no question. It's just, it, it's, I think it is unavoidable to have people go, man, what if Elko had been there? You know, if if it's on, if he's there on Sunday and he hits a spot in a spot in the lineup where he comes to the plate twice with bases loaded, you know, does he deliver a base hit in one of those two spots and drive in two or three more runs? And so, as opposed to it being four to two, it's six to two. Maybe that could pl- completely change things. It could. Or does he go into a slump and strike out and take an opportunity away from somebody that did have a big base hit? I mean, there's no way to know, but you certainly like your chances when you got your guy. But they don't have the guy. And so they have to win games without him. That's exactly right. And they had exactly right. two weeks of chances to do that and came up just short on two Sundays. Yeah. You're right. They're right there. I mean, that's the thing that I mean. I mean, I talked to a lot of frustrated people yesterday. They're right there. I mean, you know, there are some people like we saw in the text line that it's full on fire the coach. Everybody's having a meltdown. I understand why. Uh, Mississippi State, especially, makes a loss, a series loss like this, sting a little bit more because it is your rival that has flat out owned you lately. But they are right right there still. It is a team that is as good as we think they are. But the the three best teams on their schedule took two of three from them in three consecutive weekends. Why is that? Why is that happening? And can they fix well, it they before two, things I mean, are you matter? like asking rhetorically or like Legitimately, no, why, why, legitimately why why is it that these teams that they are competing for for national seeds and regional sites and if you think that you are this is a team that is a championship caliber team when you played the only three championship cat well no that's bad because they played great teams in Arlington but the three teams in SEC play the best three teams on your schedule it appears it came up short. Why is that, and can that get corrected when things start mattering in the postseason? They lost the series to Florida because they kicked two balls on Friday night. They lost the series to Arkansas because they couldn't get an out late in the game on Sunday. 
and they left the bases loaded when they had a lead twice early in the game in game one of the series and ended up getting beat 7-3. to three. I mean, Ole Miss is an arm or two short in the bullpen right now. They just are. I mean, they're a great offense, but if they get to a spot where they've got to go deeper than one or two arms plus Broadway, they may have to win a slugfest. And they're capable of doing so. I mean, they've proven that. Even though they lost last Sunday, they showed you that they can they can certainly do that. But I don't think. See, I don't think these questions are are unfair. I don't think the frustration is unfair. Now, a lot of it's extreme, going too far. They're not even close to fire the coach territory. I mean, that's that's a conversation that's not even worth having. But people are frustrated, and it, they have reason to be, because they are right there, and they've been right there in the past, and somebody else has made the winning play instead of them. Now you've got three weekends in a row. Close series in Florida. Some or You didn't make the play. It's not so much that Florida made the play. You didn't. You, you couldn't get outs against Arkansas. You were right there. You scored 14 runs on Sunday and lost. And then yesterday, you are right there again to win a tough series on the road against a legit top five team, and they made the plays and you didn't. If we rewind three weeks, the conversation going into this three-weekend stretch that we talked about how difficult it was for Ole Miss was four and five is you feel really good about it. If you happen to be five and four, you feel great about it. They're one game off of being four and five. So they went three and six through a nine-game stretch against a Florida team that is not as good as we thought they were, an Arkansas team is better than we gave them credit for, and a Mississippi State team that I think is exactly what they thought we thought they were. And Ole Miss is nine and six at the halfway mark of SEC play. That's, that's right. Probably if if you want to slot if you want to slot the fourteen teams in the SEC right now, Ole Miss is probably fifth. And by that same token, a lot of people on the text line, a lot of Ole Miss fans, were giving me grief because I said State would go twenty and ten after the Arkansas sweep. They were like, "Oh, you still think that?" And you said, "Well, they got to go eighteen and six the rest of the way." And now they got to go ten and five, and their last twelve feel very winnable. So. I think my prediction may have, may have been spot on there. I think twenty and ten is where this team is going to end up. Yeah. I mean, Ole Miss mm, is nine. They very well. They're nine and six, and they're in line to host. I am not saying this team is bad. I said earlier, this is a team that is capable of winning a regional. It is a team that is capable of winning a super regional. They are right there. It is a good team, as good as we think they are. But they started six and zero, and, and and history. T- but all 30 count the same. It's true. History tells you that if they go 9-6 and six in the back half, they're going to be 18-12 and 12 in their national seat. Yep. Are you confident they're going to do that right now? The schedule does get easier. Yeah, I think they're going to win five out of the next six. I think they're probably going to lose two to Vanderbilt. And then I think with the Georgia and, um, oh, who is it the last week? They've got South Carolina. LSU, South Carolina, Vandy, Georgia, and who? Uh, A&M. Texas A&M. They have A&M before Vanderbilt. So three weeks to, to pile some wins together. Okay, well, I Go said back. five out of the next six. I'll say seven out of the next nine. They get one against Vandy. That's eight. And then they get either one or two against Georgia, and that's either nine or ten. And they I mean, it's either 18 or 19 this, wins, and it's a yeah. national seed. 
That'd be look great. at it again from that that thousand foot view that I talked about a few weeks ago. Like when you go on the road, it's just about not getting swept. It doesn't really matter who the team is. It, it's stinging more because it's Mississippi State. But you went on the road and you didn't get swept. So all you're really trying to do at this point, if you're Ole Miss, is make up for that series loss to Arkansas, the same way Mississippi State sort of is and sort of did by getting a sweep on the road against uh, all against Auburn. You, you didn't get swept in a road series. That's fine. It's totally acceptable. It's the rivalry aspect that's got people, you know, riled up. That, and it's the third series in a row that you had chances to win, and you came yeah. up short. But two of them are on the road, so again, I can. You, it's forgivable. The Arkansas series, you'd like to get the home series, but that's the number one team in the nation. So what can you really do there? So it's it's they're, Ole Miss is fine. The overriding that's the overriding message here. They're fine. They're going to win the games they're supposed to win. They're going to host. They'll probably be a national seed, and then they'll see what happens there. Got to beat LSU twice this weekend and really need to. I mean, you don't want to predict the sweep because they're hard to happen, but you need it, though. Getting three against LSU would make a lot of people feel better. Same way with State and Kentucky. Getting three changed the narrative. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. You want to be a part of the conversation, you can on the C Spire text line. We will be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Looking good so far for the drive home. No wrecks or breakdowns. Nothing out of the ordinary causing any major problems. Please buckle up, drive safe. Have a great evening. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Smith Brothers proudly serving the Metro since 1946. At Car Care Clinic, we are so thankful to our customers for supporting local business, and we're grateful for the essential workers who continue to serve. We are committed to your safety, and we're taking extra care of our customers during this time, providing services you can rely on so you can take care of your world. With one less thing to worry about, your vehicle is essential to daily life, so their service lanes are open to serve you. While guests are encouraged to remain in their vehicles during oil changes, Car Care Clinic is also taking extra precautions to ensure your safety and cleanliness around their convenient locations so you can get the same great service you depend on for brakes, alignments, tune-ups, check engine light diagnostics, tires, and their 28-point full-service oil changes. Visit CarCareClinicJetLube.com for more information on savings, coupons, and scheduling an appointment and more. When surrounded by uncertainty, you shouldn't worry about your vehicle. We'll get through this together. CarCare Clinic, we want to change your oil, not your schedule. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Acoustic Wave Treatment Center offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Call today to schedule your appointment, 601-944-5585, or go to Acoustic Wave 
Grass growing season is in full swing, and Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt is your one-stop outdoor equipment shop. Hartley has teamed up with Skag Lawnmowers to offer you the best deals of the year during their annual Skag Open House event. This sale will run Monday, April 19th through Saturday, April 24th. All week long, Hartley will have huge discounts on all Skag walk-behinds, stand-ons, and zero-turn mowers. Hartley has the perfect Skag Lawnmower for the small residential yard or large estate owner. Commercial grass cutters will also receive additional discounts on any purchases during this week-long sale. On top of all these savings, all Skag mowers are eligible for 0% financing with no money down as well as mow now, pay later financing options. Each purchase will come with a free first service and free delivery. Stop by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt April 19th through the 24th and see for yourself why Skag mowers are simply the best. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. AARP is working to protect Americans 50-plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. I can't believe what I'm hearing. This is Sports Talk Mississippi right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi with you. New D1 Baseball Top 25 is out. Came out early this morning. As you would expect, there were some changes after the um, after the weekend results. Arkansas stays at number one after going four and one last week. Vanderbilt stays at number two after a three and one week. They dropped one game against Tennessee. Texas stays at three. Texas is now thirty and eight. I don't think they can hit yet around. or not, or if they're just playing bad teams or what. But uh, they no, won they, a bunch of games. They've been hitting the ball well. They've been hitting yeah. the ball well. They, they had some guy who hit a home run in like seven straight games, something like that. Mississippi State stays at number four at twenty-seven and eight. Texas Tech jumps from number eight to number five. Tennessee uh, Tennessee drops one spot from five to six. Louisville stays at 7. TCU jumps from 12 to 8. East Carolina stays at 9. Notre Dame at 10. South Carolina's 11. Ole Miss falls from 6 to 12. 
And that's probably, I mean, I think that might even be a little low. I think they're better than that. But when you lose three series in a row, that's what happens. Yeah, and I'd say based on the results of last weekend, that's that's reasonable. And, and maybe your point is a good one, Borky, that it really, you know, maybe it's over the course of three years. Um, Oregon at 13, Louisiana Tech stays at 14, Florida moves up three spots to 15. And that's it as far as SEC teams go. Southern Miss still outside looking in with regard to the uh, top 25. So Mississippi State and Vanderbilt will meet in a top four matchup in Nashville this weekend. Kumar Rocker against Christian McLeod. Jack Leiter against Will Bednar. And then Jackson Fristo against whoever the kid is that threw really well yesterday for Vanderbilt. Can't remember his name. Correct me if I'm wrong. Don't the three Ole Miss starters have better conference play numbers than the three Vanderbilt starters? I believe that's the case. You may have to double-check me, but I'm fairly certain that that is the case. In conference play, Hoagland, DeCasey, and, and McDaniel have better numbers than the three Vanderbilt guys. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'll pull up the SEC numbers in a minute. Obviously, Drew McDaniel's got a smaller body of work than whoever the third starter is because he's got, what, two SEC starts? He started the game against Auburn and then started against Mississippi State. Well, Leiter's no... I'm not sure that's the case. I'm talking about combined. Not Hoagland's better than Leiter. I think combined starting pitching, at least the two of them are better than Rocker and Leiter. Uh, Casey's right. ERA is like .4 in conference play. Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> yeah, complete game. It's uh, .7, uh, followed by Kevin Copps at .81, who's a reliever for Arkansas. We all well know, and then Jack Leiter, who is a 1.27 ERA. I mean, it's splitting uh, hairs, but Hoagland is at 2.51. Kumar Rocker is 2.81. You can do See? the math. Isn't that wild? Opposing batting averages, Jack Leiter, 087, Doug Nikhazy, 129, Kumar Rocker, 178, Gunnar Hoagland, 181. Strikeouts, Jack Leiter, 1 at 61, Kumar Rocker, 2 at 47, Gunnar Hoagland, 3 at 45, Doug Nikhazy, 8 at 37. Pretty good. Pretty good one-two punches. Yeah. All the way around. Some low-scoring games possibly SEC coming this weekend. In, in Nashville. With Vanderbilt and Mississippi State? Yeah. I mean, would you be surprised if three to two is the, if three runs wins a game or maybe even two this coming weekend? I mean, how many runs were scored total? Was it 28 this weekend in start? between 29, the right below 29. that over-under a 30, one of you yeah. two set. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. I set that I mean, at thirty. So there you go. Yeah, it's 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 probably going to be about the same. I would imagine. Vegas Dick set the line. <laughs> the weekend run total line at thirty. Don't cross him. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, that could be uh, a segment. That's a good idea. I don't know if we could market it or not. Standings. 
Vandy eleven and four, South Carolina, Tennessee ten and five, Florida nine and six, Georgia and Kentucky seven and eight, Missouri four and eleven, Arkansas is eleven and four, Mississippi State ten and five, Ole Miss nine and six, then Bama two back at seven and eight, LSU A and M both at four and eleven, and Auburn is two and thirteen. Two hours in the books with you, Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at Supertalk. .fm, 5 o'clock hour, coming up next. Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your true professionals at Google East Tree Pro. Online at supertalk.fm. This is a Fox News alert. I'm Rich Dennison. Deliberations are now underway in the murder trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin, charged in the death of George Floyd during an arrest last May. Closing arguments ending this afternoon. I submit to you that the state has failed to meet its burden of proof beyond a reasonable doubt. Defense attorney Eric Nelson, security in and around the Hennepin County Courthouse remains high as some fear violent demonstrations once a verdict is reached. Floyd's death sparked nationwide protests last year. White House coronavirus advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci today reassuring those who have concerns about the safety of vaccines. We leave it up to you. Look at the data. The data speak for themselves. The Biden administration today saying everyone 16 and older is now eligible for a coronavirus vaccine. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of refined dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Some state leaders have suggested that if the state Supreme Court rules the ballot initiative process used to gather signatures for Initiative 65 is unconstitutional, that it it could affect past ballot initiatives. Former state Supreme Court Justice Randy Pierce doesn't think that's the case. Unless somebody challenges some previously uh, approved initiative, then you won't see that before the court, and the court's going to rule very narrowly only on the issue before it. We're still awaiting a decision on the lawsuit that could affect the state's medical marijuana program. And new details have been released in a school bus crash on Highway 178 in Moorville this morning, as officials have confirmed that an 11-year-old girl, a fifth grader, 
here at Morville Elementary was airlifted to a Bonner Children's Hospital in Memphis. Additionally, a 15-year-old girl, a ninth grader at Morville High, was taken by ambulance to a hospital in Tupelo. Smart shoppers will tell you they found it on HighBid.com. HighBid.com lets you explore thousands of auctions across the U.S. and around the world. You'll find gold coins, sporting goods, classic cars, collectible toys, fine jewelry, household items, and sports memorabilia autographed by the greats. HighBid.com has hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. It's easy to search and easy to find auctions in your area. Just go to HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And see what everyone is talking about. This Sunday, April 18th at 2.30 p.m., Grammy Museum Mississippi will host a screening of Bluebird the Movie, a documentary about the legendary listening room in Nashville that launched the careers of countless songwriters. A moderated Q&A after the movie will include Bluebird Cafe founder Amy Curlin, along with the original Women in the Round songwriting group, featuring Grammy Award-winning songwriters Kathy Matea, Ashley Cleveland, Karen Staley, and Trisha Walker. Tickets are $20 and are available at grammymuseumms.org. This weekend, series in Starkville lived up to the hype, and it was the home team that came out on top. In front of a record crowd, it was a Tanner Allen 3-RBI triple that was the difference in Sunday's rubber match as Mississippi State took down Ole Miss 7-5, and the Bulldogs have now won 15 of the last 17 over the Rebels. Ole Miss got their one win of the series on Saturday behind a complete game one-hitter from Doug Nikhazy. In Ruston, Southern Miss split a four-game series with Louisiana Tech after a walk-off home run from the Bulldogs last night. And CalMain Foods is making a major donation to help Mississippi families in need. The company, based in the capital city, is donating over 240,000 eggs to the Mississippi Food Network to help those who continue to feel the effects of the pandemic. Through nonprofits and churches, the Mississippi Food Network distributes more than 1.5 million pounds of food and feeds more than 150,000 people every month. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. What I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Your midday meeting place, the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay. Let's go. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Don't hurt yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Is all right with me. 
You like that, don't you? Sports Talk oh, Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Monday afternoon. Glad to have you along for the ride. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borky. You want to be part of the conversation? Let's do it on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Be honest, you know your business deserves better. So get better with the C Spire business internet and phone bundle backed by real support. See how C Spire Empower your success today at cspire.com slash business. Thanks for being with us. We will get back to college baseball. Mike Bianco will join us in about 15 minutes for his normal Monday visit on Sports Talk Mississippi. But first, we will get to the college football fix. College football fix is driven by Ford. And your local Mississippi Ford dealers test drive a Ford F-150, newly redesigned in 2021, or the Ford Super Duty, or the Ranger truck month. Going to be gone before too long. Stop by and visit your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. Had a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of spring football games this weekend, and you got, or this past weekend, and you got more coming up this weekend. Mississippi State played its maroon and white game. The biggest story coming out of the maroon and white game, with uh, not trying to steal Brian Haydad's thunder, was no pun what intended. Looked like it could have been really, really bad as it pertains to Jaden Wally, turned out to be pretty okay. Because later in the day, he was uh, rocking no shirt, some shorts, and some cowboy boots, looking all cut up like a GQ model. Legendary. I look like that every morning before I take a shower. As soon as I do that, it washes right off. In your mind's eye. <laughs> Perhaps. But yeah, that, honestly, Richard, I mean, when he went down and they were helping him off the field, I was like, that's the last time he's going to be on the field this year. It looked so bad, um, but turns out a sprained MCL. According that's that's according to a, a really good source. His mother his put that mama. out there on a put that out there on social media. But if it is indeed just that, that's the kind of injury he'll be fine, uh, especially with practice coming to an end, uh, and he'll be good to go for the season. But man, when it happened, Richard, I was I thought you know we talked on Friday about I wanted to see who was going to be that number two receiver mm-hmm. next to Jaden Wally. I was thinking for a minute, well. Now I need to find out who the number one receiver is, and then we'll figure out the number two guy. Thankfully, And with that as the backdrop, Brian Haydad tells you that these are the things that are true. Hey. All right. Number one thing that is true. 100% true, by the way. Uh, We will have quarterback controversy all the way, or quarterback competition, I guess I should say, all the way uh, into August, into September now. Uh, Jack okay. Abraham has has looked the better of the two the last two weekends. Uh, Will Rogers uh, was not overly impressive on Saturday. Um, a lot of that depends on State's offensive line. In fact, that, that could be no, that's going to be number two is State's line is still a work in progress, and that's going to sort of hamstring everything until it gets fixed. But I think that Abraham is going to to be in the mix. And I honestly just listening to to Leach and, and he was perturbed, man. He was not happy. After that scrimmage, said it didn't look like a scrimmage to him. Said it didn't well, sound said like it didn't football. sound like a scrimmage. Yeah, and and if you noticed, after the the clock stopped, they still practiced for like another thirty minutes. I think that was 
done out of frustration. So I won't be totally surprised now if if Sawyer Robertson has a say, if he can show up and, and be locked in, that he might have an opportunity here. But I think State's going to – Will Rogers is not the, the sure thing I was I thought he was two weeks ago for sure. Okay. Uh, like I said, the O-line, obviously, you know, they didn't number have the two? first – Number two, the O-line remains a work in progress. They didn't have the full starting five in front of Will Rogers or in front of Joe of Jack Abraham. They, they mix and match, but neither group was just overly good. Now, I think some of that is due to State's defense. We'll talk about that in just a second. But and, and also, we're not seeing, we're still not seeing the kind of defenses they're going to face this fall. So maybe against Rush 3, hey, they'll be just fine this time around. It's the blitzing that's the problem. Um, but I wasn't overly impressed with the offensive line. Number three... I think that Dylan Johnson, uh, Dylan Johnson is the better of the two backs between him and Jaquavius Marks. He's the, he's the better option. That's a debate we've been having on the podcast for a while. I think Joel is coming around to my side of things. Dylan Johnson, I think, is the guy to start at running back for, for Mississippi State. Just just a better all around back, I think, than Marks. Um, defensively, we'll go with number four. I think that's a very solid group, and they've got a lot more depth than they had a season ago. Um, last season, I mean, you, you were there at the Egg Bowl, right? I mean, look at the guys they had out there. They, they were just, you know, sort of piecing it together. Some walk-ons were out there playing. This time around, I feel like they've got 18 to 20 guys on scholarship that they feel comfortable with. They've created some some depth by moving Jaden Crumity out to end. That allows him and Pickering to sort of interchange at that, that, that nose tackle position. Pickering looked good on Saturday. First action for him since he opted out in the middle of the season. They've got some linebackers that they like there. Aaron Brule is, is good. Jordan Davis is good. Tyrus Wheat is good. And then in the secondary, you know about Forbes. He had a pick. You know about Emerson. But Jalen Green, the transfer from Texas, looked like the kind of guy I would expect to transfer from Texas. He was around the football, forced a fumble, and recovered it for a touchdown. He was just noticeable on Saturday. And that's a big thing for Mississippi State. They need him to be good right away. Um, number five. If your prediction is seven and five, you're in the ballpark. You know, I I, I think that I saw enough to make me think this should be a bowl team. They should be six and six at worst. That I think they'll be okay there. But I don't know how high the ceiling is for this team. Looking at them right now, I think the offense will be better, but will it be good? That's that's a question I have right this second because I don't know who the quarterback is, and I don't know. I don't. I still don't know. Although I saw some guys make some decent catches, I don't know who that number two receiver is. And I don't know that they're going to be able to run the football and block. I feel like they will, but I don't know it for a fact. The way I, I feel like I know the defense is going to be better this year. I don't let Zach Arnett hear that, but I, I, I do think that they're going to be better defensively than they were a season ago. Was he but any I don't happier know, than the last time we, we talked didn't talk to him? We didn't talk to Arnett after the uh, – he, he, he was not made available. So my guess is he just went somewhere and, you know, hit a punching bag for an hour and then went then went back to doing whatever he's doing. Um, <laughs> but like I said, defensively, I think they're fine. But offensively, I still have questions. And with Mike Leach, you know, you expect the offense to be good. That's that's what you you know that's that's what you buy when you get Mike Leach. And I don't know how much better they're going to be offensively. The good news is, if their defense is good, they don't have to be world beaters offensively. But they can't have they can't have games where they're scoring two points. They can't have games where they're turning it over three or four times. They can't have games where the running game is getting you know eight yards on twenty five carries. They've got to be better. I just don't know that they're going to be good. Okay. 
Other than that, I mean, special teams, I pretty much saw it. Did you what, respond what specifically to this text? Is State going to run the ball more? I think so. They'll, they'll, they're, I'm not, they're not going to be balanced, but they will run the foot, football more. I think that's. I think part of that is, is having more experience at the quarterback position. You know, Rodgers is out there making those calls, so he feels more comfortable now. I think. Hey, I, I, reading the defense, and because that's what's happened. That's what happened towards the end of the year. Rodgers just got more and more comfortable, and he realized, hey, I can just hand the ball off here. We're we're in a good spot, and that's what that's why State was better at running the ball towards the end of the year. So, are they going to average 150 yards a ground on the uh, game on the ground? No. Are they could they average 70 yards a game on the ground? Sure, sure. And then you know that, and if you're getting 350 to 400 passing, is fine. That's great offense for Mississippi State. You should be really good at that point. Um, the, the passing game is the question, though. Are they going to get those kind of numbers? Those are the things that Brian Haydad says are true. They're they're just true. It's not that I said them. It's that they but they're are. your things. That doesn't matter, but they're true. Brian you know? Haydad says these are the things that are true. They're just true. Yeah. If I, if I said Richard Cross is in Oxford right now, it doesn't matter that I said it. It's just true. Fair enough. Borky, did you watch any of Mississippi State spring game? Yeah, basically all of it. Any more than I did. I, I was especially, of course, paying attention to quarterbacks because how could you not? Um, the offensive line thought is definitely real. Now it's a spring game. It's the I mean, Haydad's gotten to go to a scrimmage. It's the only time I've seen them so far in the spring, and that's something that you have like to have seen better. And and they just weren't. And that's a concern. Also, same thing with quarterbacks. You know, it's just one scrimmage that I watched on television. But you would have liked to have seen Will Rogers look the part, and he didn't look the part. It looks like there is a true competition because he did not stand out, and uh, you would have liked liked for him to have done that, and he did not do that. And then, of course, Wally not being hurt because it looked bad. And uh, him being okay, big, big, deep breath and sigh of relief. For football is him being a being walking off the field and being okay. We'll circle back to this. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You started to talk about special teams and then you dropped it. What about special teams? We'll come back to that when we come back. Though Mike Bianco will join us on the Farm Bureau phone line. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, or just call them at 601-605-4443. You have an accident, 20 westbound in Hines County, right at the 220 North Interchange. Expect delays. Traffic's back up to Ellis Avenue and seeing delays 49 southbound at Harper. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is your truck and Jeep headquarters. Yep, you heard that right. Your truck and Jeep HQ. Whether you're looking for a two-wheel drive, 4x4, or a diesel, come check out our amazing truck selection. Every brand, every size, lifted and customized. We've got them. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hard Tops, Soft Tops, lifted and kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. We're sure to have exactly what you're looking for. Because we are your truck and Jeep HQ. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit Specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 
100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. What are you waiting for? Get to your truck and Jeep HQ at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See good for details with proof value. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right Right now, there's there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Where Mississippi comes to talk. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Say that again. Please say it. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry, poorly timed joke, completely inappropriate. On Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm Monday afternoon. We always, on Mondays, recap the baseball weekends with the head coaches from Southern Miss, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss. And Mike Bianco joins us right now on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Coach, appreciate a few minutes of your time this afternoon. Uh, with a day to kind of reflect, what's your maybe big picture take on the uh, the weekend from Starkville? Well, you know, it just you know it hurts. You know, when you you go down there and you play your arch rival and uh, and you don't win. You know, and obviously, uh, you know, guys are disappointed. And you know, uh, you know, three you know kind of close games. And at the end of the day, I, I don't think we played that poorly. Uh, you know. They just uh, made the pitches and got the hits when they needed to, and and then unfortunately we come up a little short. Let's just kind of walk through game by game. Gunnar Hoagland on the mound. He gives you seven innings. He only gives up three earned runs in the ball game. What do you think kind of stood out from game one for you? Well, I just think uh, you know I thought he was good. 
but I'll, I'll tell you what they did, you know, offensively is every time they had an opportunity to score, you know, they did. You know, when they when they got it, you know, they didn't have a lot of runners, but when they got them on, they scored them. Uh, and, you know, we've talked about it before, Richard, you know, it's about the timely hit, you know, it's about the timely at bat. And, and that was really it. And, uh, you know, it was really a three-key game, you know, going into the bottom of the eighth. And, you know, unfortunately they got some, you know, some uh, a little bit of a cushion there. Some balls felt falling, you know, against diamond and you know gets to five to two but i just thought it was a well-played game they got off the field a couple times defensively we we didn't get the big hit and again credit them you saw him twice this weekend landon sims at the back end of the bullpen for uh, for mississippi state what is it i mean aside from the fact that he he throws hard what is it that is making him as effective for mississippi state not just against you guys but against everybody they faced well, you know, I think you know the thing that stands out is you know the tremendous strikeout numbers and uh, the you know so, so few walks and you know he's a strike throwing machine. He's you know hard fastball and slider, uh, but uh, you know the fastballs really got you know some ride to it. And so for, you know for guys that you know we've seen in the past like a Parker Crazy and some others where you know guys just you know swing through that fastball. So uh, and it plays up. So you know he's throwing it you know ninety three to ninety six. And it, it even plays faster than that. Saturday was one of those days where basically everything went right. From an offensive standpoint, you score in the first, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, and the seventh, and, and so you create plenty of cushion. But then Doug Nikhazy was at a different level. Yeah, he really was. And he's been good for us, you know, all year long. Uh, and has really answered the bell on some of the tough Fridays that maybe we lost where Gunner was just a kind of, kind of a tough, a tough luck, you know, loser. You know, Doug's been able to, to pick us back up and, and certainly we needed that, you know, uh, you know, no pun intended that shot in the arm on, on Saturday. And, uh, you're right. I think we played really, really well. We, we swung it well, uh, one through nine for nine innings, uh, and we're, you know, very opportunistic and 17 hits and, uh, and then on the mound, he was, he was lights out. And uh, it really mostly fastball and curveball. He threw some sliders to their left-handers. And uh, you know, somebody asked me at the end of the game, you know, why so dominant? I think you know he was able to, to locate the fastball on both sides of the plate, and he was ahead in the count. You know, strike one, or if he threw a ball the first pitch, he was able to get back into the you know even at one-one. And it seemed like all day long he was you know again just on the attack. What's the conversation like with Doug Nikhazy when you've got to decide whether or not to send him back for the ninth inning when he's right at or maybe just beyond 100 pitches at that point? Uh, very short. Uh, you know, just grabbed him in the dugout and, and said, uh, you know, how do you feel? He goes, I feel great. I said, all right, then let's finish this thing. And, uh, you know, that was one of the questions. Everybody, I don't know, I, I kind of laugh. Like, was there any doubt that he would not run out there. I mean, you know, you get a chance to throw a shutout, a one-hitter against your arch rival, you know, in front of 13,000-plus. I mean, you're not going to get that opportunity much. It's not a no-hitter, but it's probably the next best thing. I mean, it's about as close as you can get, you know, a a chopper up the middle and a shutout against your arch rival. And, you know, if he he was laboring, if it was really a a chance, and even though we had a nine-run lead, there was a chance where it looked like he just wasn't going to get through it or it was going to be really hard. We probably wouldn't have done it. We had a guy, you know, Tyler Myers was, was hot and ready to go in the bullpen. Uh, but, you know, I, I would never take that opportunity away from him if, you know, if he was able to. And certainly his, his, his 
last couple innings were as good as his first couple. I mean, uh, I think in his last inning, he, he threw his hardest fastball at 92, so he certainly wasn't laboring. So, game three, and I know this is the one that, that probably is the one that hurts when you've got the, the lead late in the ball game. Let's start with Drew McDaniel, five and a third, and you pull him after he gets that first out in the sixth inning. What was the rationale there for that's the time to go to the bullpen? Well, you know, the, the fact is he was in the mid-90s, I think, pitch-wise, maybe 92, 93, somewhere in there. Uh, he hasn't done that a lot, and especially in the, in the last few weeks. He's you know, been out of the bullpen for us. And, and so we knew he was kind of getting to the end of the road. Uh, he had given up a home run, I think, the inning before to, to Rowdy Jordan, and he did his job. And it was you know rested bullpen, and it was ready to, to, to get to that point. We had mallets, you know, warmed up and – you know, wanted the wanted the Drew to to get Hancock uh, with some fastballs, and then you knew that you know we're getting to a part of lineup with with Hatcher and uh, you know uh, Tanner that we needed to throw some breaking balls and, and brought uh, brought Mallinson to do that, and you know unfortunately it did work. You know, uh, you know, tip your hat to them, boy. When when he came out, it was you know total you know rush on their part as far as offensively. Uh, but, you know, again, you know, it's a, a tough one to swallow for us. Tough one. One of the things that we've talked about throughout the show today, and lots of people have texted in, you know, wondering about why you don't go directly to Taylor Broadway. I know only maybe one other time he's gone that length, and that was back on opening weekend against TCU when he gave you four innings. But, you know, with him not having pitched, did you consider going straight to Taylor Broadway after McDaniel? Yeah, before the game, you know, figured we would go to Broadway at any point where we thought the game was in jeopardy, you know, uh, like where it was going to get out of hand and we wouldn't be able to get it back. With a two-run lead and one out, you know, the hope, he was he went down to the bullpen in the sixth, but the other guys were hot, and there was no runners on. And so there, you know, the, 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 the point was, you know, before Broadway came in, uh, and it was still tied up when he came in, uh, they, they had gotten five hits, uh, you know, so... Uh, it, it, it blew up very quickly, but uh, uh, it wasn't the fear of bringing him in, in that early. It was really a two-run lead with nobody on, and uh, hope that you know he would be the last guy to, to pitch that day. So the hope was, you know, maybe if we get to the seventh, any at, at any point after that, that it got you know, uncomfortable, he, it would be his game. And really wanted him to pitch to the top of the lineup. Just didn't want him to face, you know, Tanner Allen with the bases loaded, you know, in a, in a tie score, and so it was, a, you know, again one of those things that it happens. If, uh, if we knew that, if we knew they were going to get five hits in a row, we certainly would have brought him in. Uh, but the, you know, or I would have brought him in. It's you know my decision. But you know, the, the point is, you know, we had a two-run lead. We're getting towards the middle to the bottom of their lineup. You know, hoping to get two outs uh, before we got to the seventh inning, and then it would have probably been Broadway from there on out. So halfway point in league, sitting at uh, nine and six. Next two weekends are at home. When you look, and you've always been, you know, pretty set on every game counts the same. You, you've almost drilled that into my head along the way. As hard headed as I am, where where is this team as you make the turn for the the second half of the season, the stretch run in SEC play with eight in a row coming up at home. Well, you know, I think we're in, we're in a good position. Obviously, we got to get over this past weekend, and that was a hard one to swallow. You know, it was a, it was a tough, you know, hour and forty five minute bus ride home last night. But uh, yeah, we got to put it behind us and get back into the fight. And 
<clears throat> I think we're in a good position. We, you know, like you said, we got the next two weekends home. You know, in the five weeks, we have three, you know, home series and two away, which is the opposite of the, the first weekend. And so, you know, uh, all the goals are in front of us. You know, you hear that, but that's really the truth. You know, uh, you're only halfway point. And so there's a lot of season in front of us and a lot of good things that could happen. And, and at the end of the day, we are nine and six. And, uh, you know, uh, we're in position to, to make a run at it. Game tomorrow night against Little Rock. What are you going to do on the mound? Jack Doherty. Uh, Jack, you know, is a guy that, you know, true freshman that pitched last week, uh, in the midweek, pitched two innings and released his first two innings of the year. You know, pulled him from being a red shirt and, uh, looked outstanding. And, uh, we'll, we'll go after that. Some, you know, not too many guys got an opportunity to throw this weekend. So we'll go Jack for a couple and then, you know, get, get some work for a lot of guys tomorrow. Mike, thanks as always for your time. Thanks, Richard. That's Mike Bianco, head baseball coach at Ole Miss, visiting with us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. You want to be part of the conversation? You can on the C Spire text line. We will be right back with more coming up on Sports Talk Mississippi. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 71. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 50. Your Tuesday, mostly sunny, high near 73. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 44. Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 68. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 73. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there will be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse sweetie. 
Do you have chronic pain, feelings of depression, anxiety, or just stressed out? Mississippi's finest CBD can provide an organic alternative to staying healthy and active without the psychoactive side effects. We're a Mississippi-based company, and we make our own products. Mississippi's finest CBD has a completely contactless online store at msfinest.com. These products are available now for shipping or local delivery. That's msfinest.com. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Gallo here for AC Experts and William Overstreet. I've never seen anybody more thorough. 28 years experience in everything from maintenance to installation with upfront pricing on everything. Discounts for senior citizens, military, first responders. Count on William at AC Experts at 769-237-COOL. You can email theacexperts at yahoo.com and on Facebook at AC Experts. And if you mention me, you'll get $50 off your service call. And if you didn't get the number, tweet me or text me personally and I'll send you the contact. For the AC Experts, highly recommended. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Some state leaders have suggested that if the state Supreme Court rules the ballot initiative process used to gather signatures for Initiative 65 is unconstitutional, that it could affect past ballot initiatives. Former state Supreme Court Justice Randy Pierce doesn't think that's the case. Unless somebody challenges some previously uh, approved initiative, then you won't see that before the court, and the court's going to rule very narrowly only on the issue before it. We're still awaiting a decision on the lawsuit that could affect the state's medical marijuana program. And new details have been released in a school bus crash on Highway 178 in Moorville this morning, as officials have confirmed that an 11-year-old girl, a fifth grader at at Moorville Elementary was airlifted to Le Bonner Children's Hospital in Memphis. Additionally, a 15-year-old girl, a ninth grader at Moorville High, was taken by ambulance to a hospital in Tupelo. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. With G-Love and Special Sauce. Taz Niederauer, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Wheat Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Carefully. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here. With Super Talk Mississippi News, what happens, why does it happen, and how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station.
Jack with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. If you missed any of the show today, you can always get it on the Sports Talk Mississippi podcast, available to you for free wherever you get your podcast. You can also listen on demand at supertalk.fm. And you can get the Rebel Report podcast, hosted by Michael Borky and Thunder and Lightning, hosted by Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. We visited with Scott Barry in the 3 o'clock hour. That was at 20 minutes after 3. Scott Foxhall, the pitching coach at Mississippi State, joined us in the 4 o'clock hour, and we just finished up a conversation with Mike Bianco. Asked him about the uh, decision not to bring Broadway in directly behind Drew McDaniel. Uh, I I was just kind of guessing earlier when I said I thought that maybe he was just trying to kind of steal a couple of outs there in the sixth inning and then get it to the seventh to hand it off to Broadway. That's not exactly the words that Mike Bianco used, but, you know, he said he thought that they could, they had two guys ready to go in the bullpen and thought that they could uh, uh, could get out of it there with one out and the base is empty. And he went on to say that, you know, five hits later, certainly he wishes he could have done it differently said if we had known they were going to get five straight hits, we would have gone to Taylor Broadway. wasn't an issue where he was afraid to bring him into that game, uh, in the game at that point to stretch him out a little bit, uh, but elected not to and uh, said, that's my decision. It's not because he said we, what was it? He said, we decided not to bring him in there. Actually, I decided not to bring him in there. That's my decision. So kind of own the way that it went. Obviously disappointed with the way the, uh, the series played out. Um, so certainly understand that line of thinking. Like that's not that line of thinking is not void of logic. It's who you use to try to steal the outs. That's kind of the biggest issue. I mean, McDaniel's pitch count was up, especially for not really ever going that far. Um, it, it's who you use. Did, did to you steal see what Mike sent us on the on the text line? Yeah, that he was sitting uh, next to his uh, his dad, and his dad was even surprised that he went out for the six because his pinch count was up. See, yeah. see that ninety one pitches. That makes sense. It, it was who, not that you tried that. Hindsight's always twenty twenty, but man, I, I can't begin to tell you in my group message. It was that name. Hey, Dad mentioned the press box. It, it was who, not how. When you're bringing in somebody, when you've got better options in the bullpen, and you're bringing in somebody that got shelled by Arkansas the last time out and now has like an 18 ERA in conference play. I know ERA is not everything, but it's in this case, it's indicative of the production you've gotten or lack thereof. That one, uh, it's going to come back to haunt them, uh, maybe for a little while. Now, like we said before, they've got three weekends in a row where they've got teams that they are better than. They're still in very good shape. It's still a good baseball team. Sky is not falling, but it's three weeks in a row where you were just so close, and whether it be a mistake in the field or a mistake in personnel decisions uh, left you wanting for more. But everything is still in front of this team. they got to capitalize on it, though. Yeah, you and I were talking in the break. You know, given and, – and, hey, Dad, I'd be interested to hear your perspective on this – Tyler Myers, pretty good breaking ball. And Mississippi State had had some some struggles dealing with the breaking ball really over the course of two days. Um, you know, Drew McDaniel had kind of kept them at bay, mixing his pitches, and Doug Nikhazy had been really good with both the curveball and the slider the day before. And so maybe Myers would have made more sense. You know, if you're trying to, to steal a couple of outs there and keep the game where it is, maybe that would have made more sense. 
Um, you know, regardless, you, you make decisions within the course of a game, and if they don't work out, you got to live with them. Yeah, I, I, I am never a fan of bringing in anybody but your best in certain situations. And, I mean, to be honest with you, like I said, I, I if I was Chris Lamonis on, on Sunday, Landon Sims would have been in, in the seventh inning, maybe even earlier than that, because I just felt like you needed to get control of the game. Um, so, you know, when Mallets comes in, like I said, none of us knew who that guy was. And, you know, we look up his stats, like, true freshman in this spot? I, I don't know. I don't know. And it and, and ended up backfiring. I, I just think that, that was the game. You you know that this inning is the game. It feels like something's up. You you want to, you bring in the guys to shut them down and, and, and be done with it. I, I I just thought it was a mistake, and it ended up being a mistake. And uh, we'll see what where it, you know what what it leads to down the road for Ole Miss. And, and it went sideways in a hurry. I mean, it was it was five straight. It was five straight base hits. What was it? Four singles, and then a bases clearing triple from Tanner Allen, and there, that was all she wrote. A stri- there's a there's a strikeout in there, but yeah. That's right, Austin Miller got a strikeout in the mix. Got a strikeout of Lane. He struck out Forsyth. Yeah. Um, and then you had the the, you know, the ground. Think about the play for with Rowdy Jordan, where he, you know, he. I think he was going to beat that out. It was a slow roller to short, but they couldn't make the play on the ball, and so that's how you get bases loaded, and that's how it leads to Tanner Allen. Yeah. These two teams meet in a super regional. Possibly, I mean, if they get if they finally get paired up, I mean, it, it, it takes the seating being just right in in one direction or the other. And I mean, what would that seating have to be? It'd be like five, twelve, six, eleven, something like that. That's that feels where because right now where it would state, I would say five, four, five, six is probably where they are. Obviously, if you, you, it sounds funny. You'd you like got to play the six. season out first, uh, obviously, but you'd like to be the six because it means when you go to. Uh, to Omaha, if you get there, you're probably not because I think Vanderbilt will end up being the number one overall seed. You're not seeing Vanderbilt until the end. Um, so would Ole Miss be the eleven? You sort of take it from there. But yeah, you do have to play the rest of the season too. Yeah, there's a lot of baseball left in front of us, and I stand by the fact that this season has been so incredibly fun. Not just from an Ole Miss and a state standpoint, but really watching all the teams in the league. Yeah. And look, I mean, there was a there was a time where you looked at Ole Miss playing Georgia late in the year, and you thought, ooh, there you go. You go sweep them. Georgia's all of a sudden swinging the bat. They scored 25 runs in the last two games against Kentucky this weekend. I watched a little bit of that. Yeah, they're, 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 they're hot right now. And, um, it's gonna be and that so is a ballpark where the ball travels. It's going to be so great for us here in this state, too, because now that State and Ole Miss are sort of alternating home weekends, there's going to be huge crowds every weekend for us to talk about and get to enjoy. Yeah. Ole Miss has got Thursday, Friday, Saturday this weekend coming up with uh, LSU in town. It It just occurred to me. We didn't do winners and losers. Yeah, I was thinking about that a second ago. I had a winner, and it had something to do with that. I, I, I tend to think we should hold it for tomorrow. Okay. Since we're pretty limited here at the end, that's fine. I got I got one that's going to surprise you though. I'll just put it that way. Okay. Um. Very abbreviated winner, and this is I mean, actually two of them, and they're both related to Ole Miss. I'll tell you one of them because he's a friend of mine. Matt Mott and the Ole Miss women's soccer team got into the NCAA tournament. 
They were very, very, very outside the bubble when they transitioned into the spring season, but ran the table in their spring schedule. And this year the tournament is not 64. It's actually 48. And uh, so they played really well down the stretch, and they got in the NCAA tournament. And then this was just an observation from the weekend. Hayden Leatherwood has had his struggles at the plate. That dude has caught fire in the last two weekends for Ole Miss. Had three home runs this weekend. He had one last weekend against Arkansas and had another one that was robbed, which is just an out, not a home run. But if anybody other than Christian Franklin is playing center field, it's probably a home run. So you have like an abbreviated winner? We'll do it in more detail tomorrow because I think there's plenty to get to from the weekend. Let's just put it this way. You know me. I don't like to delve into politics much, but my winner is Tate Reeves. Look at you. We'll we'll discuss tomorrow. Not Gallo in the morning here on Sports Talk Mississippi. Um, It looks spectacular. What, Saturday? All three. Friday night looks great. A lot of fun. Saturday looks great. And I would be remiss not to have a laugh at some old Miss expense of MJ Daniels tweeting, that's the craziest atmosphere I've ever been to at a baseball game. And he was right there in Diddy Noble Field on Friday night. There you go. And then Jock West Jones tweeting at him, man, we've got a scrimmage tomorrow. I thought that was hilarious. (laughs) Uh... What's up with the baseball pants like the old Chicago White Sox-style shorts? You know, Richard, we, here at Mississippi State, we've decided we're just going to have one uniform thing that everybody hates. So we've gone from the black uniforms to we're going to wear short pants. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But when it's, it's, when it's, I it's say an upgrade in Sunday uniforms, upgrade yeah. is not nearly... that. That's like... Using the word hate when you could use the word abhor. Loathe. So so whatever the next step up from upgrade is, my goodness, those uniforms look good yesterday. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I love the classic whites with the M over S. We'll um, wrap it up next. Yeah. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass needs in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Looking good for the drive home. That accident, 20 westbound at 220 North, has been cleared. No further delays in the area. Just still seeing congestion, 49 southbound at Harper. Elsewhere, no other major problems. Buckle up, drive safe. Have a great evening. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call them at 601-353-5217. At Car Care Clinic, we are so thankful to our customers for supporting local business, and we're grateful for the essential workers who continue to serve. We are committed to your safety, and we're taking extra care of our customers during this time, providing services you can rely on so you can take care of your world. With one less thing to worry about, your vehicle is essential to daily life, so their service lanes are open to serve you, while guests are encouraged to remain in their vehicles during oil changes. Car Care Clinic is also taking extra precautions 
solutions to ensure safety and cleanliness around their convenient locations so you can get the same great service you depend on for brakes, alignments, tune-ups, check engine light diagnostics, tires, and their 28-point full-service oil changes. Visit CarCareClinicJetLube.com for more information on savings, coupons, and scheduling an appointment and more. When surrounded by uncertainty, you shouldn't worry about your vehicle. We'll get through this together. Car Care Clinic, we want to change your oil, not your schedule. I'm Dr. Micah Walker, founding physician at New Care MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. I'm Liz Brister with Entergy. Understanding your energy usage helps you reduce energy usage and your bill. Entergy's My Advisor dashboard gives you free online tools to help you save power and money. You can check daily spend levels, view current bill projections, and determine where your home uses the most energy. Simply log into your Entergy account online or through the free Entergy app. Start saving today at Entergy.com slash MyAdvisor. Confidence. Peace of mind. A way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com slash business. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let me put it to you this way. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Well, South Carolina got tired of looking at full ballparks in Mississippi, and so they are increasing capacity at Founders Park in Columbia from 1,938 to 3,350. Good for them. All the way. It's the only way. wonder what's wrong with 6,500. 
You think the attendance numbers were legit this weekend or undersold a bit? No, I think they were legit. Maybe a few more on Friday, but Saturday, 13 sounds about right. I, I don't yeah. think you can't. I don't think you've got more than as r- room to put as many people in there right. as. Like in the old days, you could put people on top of people, and now you, you just can't. So, yeah. I wonder if there's any room for like expanded, temporary, like PGA Tour style grandstands that you can add somewhere. I don't know where they would put I don't them. know that there is in Starkville. There's not, yeah. Hmm. Is this the segment where we're going to talk about the Super League? I've been waiting on that the whole show. No, you're going to have to wait again. you have to ah. wait until tomorrow. Because you promised, we promised, that we would circle back to your thoughts on Mississippi State's special teams. You wanted to see guys that kick the ball in the end zone, mm-hmm. guys that kick it through the uprights, and yeah. punts that travel 40 yards. Well, I didn't get the first thing because they didn't do any kickoffs. Uh, but Ruiz looked very sharp kicking the uh, the football, I thought. Tucker Day had some good punts. Um, you know, he had 156 yarder, but for the most part, he was pretty consistent. Um, you can't really tell anything from returns because nobody's going full speed, but we saw him in the bowl game last year. I'm very excited to see Tulu Griffin as the full time return guy. State hasn't had a, an explosive kick returner like that in some, some number of years. Uh, so a guy who I think can make some plays for Mississippi State in the return game. So, and I think when he gets here, I think Teddy Knox can be that guy as well. Uh, a freshman with a lot of speed. So State's got some options there, but, Ruiz is going to be a good kicker for MSU. I think he's a potential All-SEC guy if State scores enough points uh, because he's very accurate. Gotcha. It's the best thing you saw this weekend, Borky. Well, it's not this weekend. He was going to be a winner, but we'll probably end up not doing that tomorrow. I hope we will. But either way, Alex Smith uh, retired yeah. from football mm-hmm. today. And his his comeback story is one of the best you can see. I mean, shattered his leg, almost died on a hospital bed. I mean, we talked about it before, but a doctor told his wife, we are not in leg-saving mode right now. We are in life-saving mode. It got that badly infected. He had to spend months with this metal contraption. It looked like, what is it, an erector set that was around his leg. And while this thing, with a dozen pins holding his leg together, he worked and he worked and he worked and he got back and he played quarterback in multiple NFL games after he almost lost his life, hanging it up today. Um, that's just awesome, and what a great story. And, I mean, I, I watched his video today, and he said he was worried that he never get to play in his yard with his kids, and the video ended by him taking off in the backyard with his three kids running behind him. So, awesome end to a really cool story, and a good career, too. He was a really good NFL quarterback on top of it all. Very solid. Yeah, played in the Super Bowl, right? Or no, Kaepernick did that for them, but still. Made a bunch of money, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he should have. The the house he filmed the video in looked pretty nice. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Career earnings for Alex Smith. Whoa. More than you thought? $189 million. Yeah, he's going to be all right. Played what seventeen years in the NFL? I mean, as a quarterback, was, as a starting, he was quarterback, a rookie yeah. in two thousand five. Yeah, sixteen, 16 seasons. Years. Yeah, so there you go. Good for Alex Smith. I don't know what that guy's going to do in retirement, but he is—he's sharp, dude. Bright dude, too. Yeah, he went like insightful. Five, yeah, went five and one as a starter after he almost lost his life. 
Pretty impressive. No doubt. Uh, Jet Johnson had 16 tackles. He had a lot of tackles. Bert says he wants to hear from Brian Haydad what he has to uh, say about the Premier League news. We just said you don't want, you don't want to hear about it. So. But no, I, it's not that I don't want to hear about it. It's actually a pretty fascinating conversation, and there's a very yeah. very easy jump off from the Super League with College the uh, highest levels of European soccer and Power Five and college football. Yeah, it, it, are they putting a model I, I, in place that can be replicated? I don't know enough about it to really talk about it, but I know that I watched some commentators from 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 England who played Premier League football, and they are all livid, and they are incredibly passionate about this not happening. So, doesn't this coincide with the Champions League trying yes. to go to thirty six teams? Yeah, that, that's what this supposedly is about. So, I don't know. Yeah. Thanks for being with us on this Monday. Thanks to Scott Berry, Scott Foxhall, and Mike Bianco for joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. We will be back with you tomorrow afternoon, just after 3 o'clock. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Have a great Monday night. business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll, MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff, MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.